Well, Danny, first off, happy new year. By the time you listen to this, it will be the new year. So happy new year, everyone. Happy new year. I'm joined here with Danny. Hey, everybody. Podcast, episode seven. So, Danny, have you seen anything lately besides the ones that we're going to talk about? Uh, yeah, I saw um, The Whale recently. I did as well. Oh, you did? Yeah. Did you find it funny? I found it a bit comedic sometimes. It was, I was sad. Telling, I saw it with Gallo, and he really liked it. I yeah. think he liked it more than me. Spoilers, by the way. Yeah, this is going to uh, be heavy spoilers. Heavily spoilers yeah. for The Whale. If you're ever interested, um, just skip to the, just skip to this timestamp. I'll have it in the description, but I'm just going to say it. Towards the end where he's eating uh, his uh, peanut butter and jelly uh, Dorito sandwich. Yeah, that, that was awesome. We've all been there at like yeah, 3 in the morning. Yeah, that was a bit morning. much. Um, and he also, we put ranch on pizza, which was funny yeah. watching it with Gallo because he is notorious for putting ranch on pizza and getting shit for it. Howell High School, when they would get Bruno's pizza and we would put the hot sauce and the ranch uh, on the pizza. Oh, yeah. Remember that? Yeah. yeah. I mean, hot sauce and ranch is good, but just ranch on a pizza... Without any like buffalo sauce is kind of that's true. Kind of strange. I would give Gallo shit for that. I haven't seen him in like yeah. three years, <laughs> but if I saw him and he was doing uh, Chef Enrique, right? Enrique the chef. Oh, Enrique the chef. My bad. Gallo. He has a hat now. Yes, I saw the hat actually. Yeah, but the whale. I thought it was pretty good. I I was expecting it to be like a shit show, considering like the polarizing reviews, but. Like Brendan Fraser, if he's not good in this movie, the movie is a disaster. I'm, I'm sorry if I'm blanking on the name, but whoever played uh, Sadie Sink, no, not Sadie Sink, um, Liz, Liz, the yeah. helper, the nurse. Yeah. I feel like even, I may even say that's better than than Brendan Fraser's like performance. Shang Mao. All right, editing Ethan here. That was a close one, Danny. The actress's name is Hung Chow. She's Vietnamese. Yeah. Vietnamese. She's also in the menu, and she's really good in that, too. But, like, holy shit. I think there was I a... think it may be better than Brendan Fraser's. Really? I think it has more, like, nuance to it, you know? I, uh, there's a... It's a more interesting character, too, than Charlie. I, feel, I felt like Charlie was a little bit underwritten. What I really liked about the movie mm-hmm. is, like, one location, basically, besides the part where they're at the beach. You know it's based on a stage play? Really? Yes. Yeah, that actually makes sense. One yeah. location. And also, well, I guess because it was based off a stage play, very minimal um, characters. I think the ending credit scene, they only had like seven characters listed. Yeah. I yeah. mean, the people online when he's like yeah, shows yeah. the webcam. But um, it was funny because after we got out of the theaters or at, w- while we were still like in the seats and we we're getting ready to leave, like I had tears in my eyes. My girlfriend was like basically bawling, crying. And I looked at her and I said a few things. I was like, I need a drink. Yeah. <laughs> like it was like one of those movies where like you feel Dude, like the you ending need was something. so Aronofsky and it I, I actually it, it brought it home for me. Yeah. It was really good. Same. Um I thought the part where he was like lifted up, I was like, Oh god, is this gonna get cheesy? But then when it brought him back to the beach, I was yeah. like, No, that sealed the You know, it it, it 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 worked. Yeah. It, it was it was a big swing and it worked for me. Um yeah. you gotta take those like jumping the shark moments. Yeah. You know? Um, I just, for Aronofsky, it's a weird choice for this movie because he, uh, yeah. he's made so many, uh, weird, like crazy psychedelic, uh, frightening movies. And this one is very grounded, like Black Swan. Yeah. Uh, Requiem for a Dream. He didn't do Climax, right? No, that's a Gaspar Noé. That's okay. a French guy. Yeah. Um, Mother, have you seen Mother? Have you heard yeah. of Mother? Um, Dylan, Dylan, uh, 
You, you yeah. You know, Dylan. Well, you can shout uh, him out. Okay, Dylan Halter, yeah. my bandmate and friend. Um, yeah. he loves that movie. Mother. Yeah. 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 It's it's an insane movie. I I I suggest it. It's very polarizing too. But he's a very polarizing director. Uh, have you seen The Wrestler? Yeah, with I feel uh, like Ricky or yeah, uh, Mickey Rourke. Yeah. yeah, people compare this to to Wrestler a lot too. But um, I didn't get that vibe specifically. Mm-hmm. You know, it actually did kind of um. I don't know the whole the the vibe of like knowing you're in a bad place but you're so far down the rabbit hole that you don't find any joy in trying to fix yourself um trying it, to speed up the process in a way too Yeah and but also like you could see that I guess the most shithead character in that movie was Sadie Sink the daughter but that, okay I have an but, issue with it. we have to that that character is I have a issue with that well, character. Yeah. But but the thing is, uh-huh. um, what's it called? She was the only one who actually wanted to help him with his eating because Liz would always bring him like what was it? It was a uh, two meatball yeah, subs. Yeah, two meatball cheese. subs. Dude, I'm not gonna lie. I kind of got hungry after eating, uh, watching this movie. I'm like, those meatball subs kind of looked good. You see, I already <laughs> I ate before the movie. So oh like, no, yeah. uh, the meatball I, I, subs did look good. Yeah, they really and, did. Yeah. Um, no, but like the Sadie Sink character, really interesting like portrayal of like an angsty teen. I uh, like I, I'm yeah. I was surprised how cruel she was. Like she she drugged him. She <laughs> no, drugged no, I him. think that was kind of funny. But I don't know. <laughs> like, and she drugged him, and then like the way they uh Charlie tries to turn when she posted uh the photo of him. The photo of yeah. him. I'm like, all right, that's a stretch. I don't want. I can't. I don't even. I can't even really explain it because it's so complicated, and I have to. I would have to watch the movie again. But like, it was some weird. In some weird way, he, uh, Charlie says that like, Sadie Singh's character was gonna. It was trying to help this pastor's character find his way back home. I don't by think posting. she was trying to help. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. I. I think the point of that was like, just Charlie's just a good guy. Yeah. You know. But like, that was the problem with me. I'm like, why? Why? Why is he so? Why is he so nice to his 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 daughter? It's like his daughter's terrible to him. It's terrible well, to him. My thing that I had with her character is um, w- when it comes to characters like that, and I kind of understand that they wanted to show the angsty teen in like this like very not bipolar way, but like you know like multifaceted different emotion way. Um, with a character like that, I feel like personally you should like really hate them by the end of the movie or you should be like oh they made a like a comeback at least for her character there's so many archetypes but with her i felt very like it was weird like she was a piece of shit but like trying to make him eat healthier yeah um her parents are not the greatest role models yeah um both of them at least charlie cares enough to try to save her unlike her mother who is an alcoholic and and like just completely yeah. just gave up on her as a as a, a child. I'm surprised because this movie is not getting the praise that I thought it would be getting out of Cannes when everyone was like, "Oh my God, this is Brendan Fraser's best movie." Yeah, but he and got it so many standing movie. ovations. Yeah. Oh, it's Cannes. Everyone gives standing ovations. Have you seen the one with Once Upon a Time? It's like Quentin Tarantino is awkwardly doing like like this like thing like for Zoolander. six minutes. It's like, oh my God, he Zoolander. Like Zoolander, yeah. Oh. Uh, but like, yeah, the whale, great movie. Um, it was really good. I would say a lot of A twenty four. Like that kind of sounds very like uh, 
film bro type yeah. thing. But it is true. I mean, it, it's like, becoming the new standard. But like A twenty four, it sucks because now the 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 way the movie industry is, they're like the only go to for like mid, not mid, but like low to mid budget, like mm. original films. They don't like. All the other studios are not really doing that. Besides, they're making just horror films. Essentially, that's the only yeah. low budget and I'm not movies a that they're doing. Guy, really, I love horror movies. My coworker does, and he talks to me about all these uh-huh. horror movies. And I'm just like, I don't get scared at horror movies, yeah. but I'm just like slashers, um, oh, religious slashers. icon type things, like all of that stuff. Uh, the only horror my movies I enjoyed, yeah, were Midsummer and Hereditary. Midsummer is great. Yeah. Hereditary Ari Aster, both yeah. directors. Yeah. Um he has a new one coming out with uh Joaquin Phoenix. Oh really? Called, uh, Edward is dead or Paul is dead or something it's like gonna that. It's gonna be called him. <laughs> <laughs> um do you have you seen other any other A twenty four horror movies? Or no? No, not horror movies. I've seen um You mentioned Climax before, that's yeah. one. Would you consider that a horror movie? It's kind of like a No, it's it's scary. I mean, it, it scared me. Well, as somebody who's like... We talked about it on a podcast, by the yeah. way, episode three. Like, I'm a musician. I've, yeah. I've done a lot of different like. Yeah, I'm telling you, and it, yeah. trigger warning, it, it, it is very, very disturbing in so many ways. Yeah, like, and I've, I've like... There's like in dose there's, before yeah. without not knowing, only not know, like not what, only is like know? not only is it like a drug thing. It's like there's some like sexual assault in it. Yeah. There's, there's a crate. I don't want to spoil it because there's a crazy ass scene in involving like a, a woman uh, in, in labor. No, not, not no, in no. labor, but with a baby. Well, there's another scene too. Wait, have you seen with it? A kid, yeah. Oh, you've seen climax. Yeah, of course. Oh, okay. But I love how halfway during the movie, yeah. the camera shifts. That's another one that you would say is a. I guess yeah, it's scary. I wouldn't say it's horror, but like as somebody who has had personal it's experiences horrifying. of like being <laughs> dosed and i'm like yeah. what's going on like this is scary and like all that stuff Wait, like is it, it accurate um i would i would say for the most part like you know like uh there's like movies where like somebody gets dosed and they're like oh my god i can see a dragon or something yeah. like that like no like it's that's more what, okay i was there's tr- more that's what i was trying to explain liam eye, on the like, other episode i was trying to explain thing. to him that like what makes this movie so terrifying is you don't see what they're tripping on yeah it's just their raw reactions and 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 the fact that they're dancers too their bodies can contort in crazy ass ways yeah. i don't know like uh, there's a lot the lighting and all yeah, that stuff kind of complements because they used a lot of like green hue yeah orange uh purple which is true like like your eyes naturally do go to that hue when your pul- when your pupils expand and all that stuff if you're under the it's like psychedelic, psychedelic without you know? being like uh overtly like like not breaking reality you know what i mean yeah and it also didn't like portray it in like a good way i would say it portrayed <laughs> it in a bad way but only because but, nobody went into it yeah knowing and, but what honestly was going on. even at the end of the movie Actually, no, I, I won't say anything. I won't say anything. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, we watch can bring Climax. Up so much stuff. Yeah, yeah, uh, that, that's a great episode movie. three. Yeah. Other A twenty four movies. I mean, Good Time. I love Good time. another movie with acid in it. Yeah, uh, um, Acid Core. Yeah, Acid Core. Literally, well, would that be uh, Train Spotting? Train Spotting's not so much acid. Uh, that's, that's heroin. heroin. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know what other movies involve that. I guess Cheech and Chong, the first. What, one. Would Once Upon a Time be Acid Core? The end. Yeah, yeah, but also you can't smoke acid. Yeah, that was completely yeah. inaccurate. But... Like you can smoke PCP, so he could have been on PCP, but smoking. Who knows? Acid it was just some hippie that's trying to sell that is that true. Shit. It yeah. could have been anything. Honestly. It literally, yeah, it literally could have been like something that's <laughs> now a thing, you know? Yeah. Other A twenty four horror movies, uh, The Witch. Oh, I never saw The Witch. Is... The Lighthouse. 
Oh, I oh, I, that is kind of a horror movie. I love that because, is yeah, I, that's a horror. Well, movie. I love Greek mythology, so that ties into the story of Prometheus. You know, taking fire from humans, yeah, and giving it, uh, or taking fire from the gods and giving it to humans. I'm trying to just bring up all A24 horror movies. Um, have you seen X? That's a new one. No, I, I do. Also see that talked one. about it on the podcast. Uncut um, Gems. Uncut I've seen Gems. that yeah. actually a few times, and the whole time I felt like I was having a panic attack. I love that movie. <laughs> that that we should do like a Safety Brothers. Thing. I think I th- actually think about this a lot though, because in the beginning they're checking his prostate, and then like two thirds through the movie he gets the call like, "Oh no, you're fine," and all yeah. that stuff. But he doesn't even care because he's just a New Yorker, you know? He's yeah, just dude. like, oh, I got to do all this shit. Honestly, oh, though, yeah, like, you're cool, you worried about it, like, when it comes. I remember watching that movie he in theaters. He can have prostate problems leaning. when he's with Julia Fox. Exactly. <laughs> it, talking about recent movies, uh, when I was on tour, when I was in Virginia, we were smoking a little weed, you know? And uh, we're like, yo, we should go see a movie. So we were like, okay. So we went. Uh, we were like, let's see Minions Rise of Gru. <laughs> So you know what? You're the second person that brought up Minions Rise of Gru. I know. I saw the, the clip. Yeah, I saw the clip. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So we get there, and there's a dude there, just like a kid like my age or something, like yeah. probably older, and he's asking for our IDs, and I'm like, we're seeing Minions Rise of Gru, and then he's like, I know, but there's a curfew, and I was like, a a curfew? They do that now in AMC's. Like you can't when you're not older than 17, you can't go to a movie without an adult. Like it, without so without weird. without a, I think it's past five. You can't go to a movie without an adult, unless you're past seventeen. That's so weird because I, I think it, I think it's because like a lot of kids are annoying, and, and, you know, well, at like, that age. Because I I listen, there was a lot of kids in our school that acted up in the movie theater. I can remember, not the name drop. I'll cut this out. Oh my god, yeah. he would whip his dick out in Spanish. Class. Yeah, but yeah, oh we're, my, we're cutting but like, that yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It would be good if we, we say his name and don't say his name. Beep. And then he would whip out his out of Spanish. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, I like that. But like, that kid. I went to the movies with that kid one time, really? and holy I think he told fuck, me this yeah, actually, dude, yeah. he he almost got us kicked out, man. It was bad. I like, I I understand why. I understand kid, why man. they have that uh there, but it's weird why they ask you. Like you clearly. Well, no, because I <laughs> you don't I, look uh, like you know, you're. Clearly older than seventeen. So I didn't have my beard. Right yeah, now, exactly. I, for everybody watching, I look like a Viking right now. But uh, which makes sense because I'm also Norwegian. But um, no, I had my mustache. It was I think it was handlebarred maybe. Okay. Um, because I can, it just naturally handlebars if I sleep on my face. Mm-hmm. Which like I was on tour. I was yeah getting drunk every night, so I was <laughs> sleeping on my face so I don't throw up in my sleep. And um, you know like I I had my shaved head. I am balding, but like when it's cut short, it doesn't look that balding. But like you know I I basically had like a zero butt the fantano cut. cut. Yeah, basically. And with the mustache, you know. And he's like, ID. And then I was like, why? Because I, <laughs> I was like, I, I'm not going to lie. I was, I was stoned. I had I had a lot of wine in me. Yeah. I was like, why, dude? And I never give people shit. But yeah. I was like, I'm going to give some shit because I feel like Bill Burr right now. They, were, they actually did have the signs, though, that said no suits. No suits? But, okay. Yeah, like that was an actual thing. Oh, my God. And like, anyway, that movie, I'm just going to say there's not enough substances to make me watch that movie again Again, really yeah like there was maybe two good scenes where they're doing karate why was, why was that movie so hyped up it could have been like i don't know why couldn't people dress up to watch like Paddington 2 or something because people are fucking idiots <laughs> <laughs> they love steve carell <laughs> really is that the reason why yeah the office everyone's 
That's true. I completely forgot Gru was Steve Carell. I did too. Yeah. Is he voicing Gru? Did he voice Gru in this? Doesn't I, he? I think so. Doesn't he play like a little Gru though? Do they have? No, I thought they must have have to like voice change his his. his I know. His yeah. Thing. Oh my god. Yeah, put like an octave pedal on. You mentioned you were a uh, Norwegian, right? Yeah. Another great movie that came out this year the was Northman. The Northman. I did not see, did not that. see I've it. I've seen scenes from it. You have Amazon I, Prime? I really to. Uh, no, but I can, I, can, I can get it. Glass Onion, also a great movie that is on Netflix. You have Netflix, right? I do. Glass okay. Onion's a great Beatles song, though. Yeah. Um, they reference it, obviously, they, in the yeah, movie. That would make um, sense. It's, it's a great... I think it's better than the first one. Knives Out is also a uh, okay. Radiohead song. Yeah. Off uh, Amnesia. Yeah, that, so I'm. It's a great album. What would be the third one? I don't know, but they would probably choose another band. Uh, uh I don't know, like, uh, we in courts of the Crimson King. In the court of the Crimson, Crimson King? King, or or you're Epitaph. In, oh Epitaph. my God, that would be awesome. Works yeah. Tongue on. I don't know why my mind went straight to King Crimson, but it Elephant just... Talk. Elephant Talk. Remember John Salvo's band in high school, Elephant Talk? Oh my God! I played a show with him too. Wait, in my old is, band. Is that the CD with the? With the... No, it's a song off okay. Discipline from King Crimson, but it was okay. the first time anybody's ever used this instrument called the stick, and it's basically a bass guitar that's yeah. one huge stick with like thirteen, like a weird number of strings, and you just oh my tap it. God, yeah, I yeah, love Tony. That's that's one thing I, I started listening to over the pandemic. I love King Crimson. King Crimson. Yeah, um, yeah, the album Red. Listen but, to yeah. Red. Yeah, but like Glass Onion was one of them. Uh, it's the second Knives Out. Have you seen Knives Out? No. First one? I've had friends who've obviously seen Knives Out, and they've like explained parts of it to me, because most of my friends are also Radiohead fans. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, that's the name of a Radiohead yeah. song. But um, yeah, I've never seen it in full, so like, I don't, I, I couldn't talk about the movie yeah. at all. You can find it on Netflix. I heard it's really good, yeah. though. So I I'm saw just... it in theaters, though, which yeah. the release of it kind of pissed me off. They released it in, in theaters for one week only. Really? Yeah, it's so annoying. How how long do you think movies should be in theaters for? Like an average movie, how long? Okay, do you here's think it my. Be in? I, think I think two months. Yes, you know yeah. why the release six to I 10 say, uh, three three months three months. Okay. Here, here's why, because people now, especially now since the pandemic, people now are be like, I'll just wait for streaming because it literally will be on streaming in yeah. like a month. If you want people to go back to the movie theater, you have to like hold it back. Cause like once you release it on streaming, do people realize that shit is immediately like pirated, immediately? Yeah. But if it's in the theaters, there's no way to see it in good quality. You sound like it's in David the Lynch right now. <laughs> it's true though. Like this is how like no, I, it the, is true. The model is so fucking stupid. Like I, people don't realize how expensive movies are, and the way like. For now all of you who can't see this, yeah. Ethan had to move his microphone away from his face because he's getting really the heated. way the way nowadays that uh like how people just release like movies not yeah. like straight to streaming like how are they making money how are they making profits I don't know. off that, of them? I'm, it's so, I'm also like the gray man call i've never seen it it looks like mediocre as hell i'm sorry ryan gosling but even you can't get me to watch them or anna anna de armis you can't even get me to watch that Plus, movie. uh isn't henry cavill in that no uh, chris evans uh, uh but uh same superhero you know 200 i think 200 million bucks for that movie I watched the trailer to make. 
to oh, make. Bro, they, they... And they put it straight to streaming. I know. You're just throwing burning money. That per- You can download it illegally immediately. I've never seen it. Yeah. But there's like... I saw one scene. It doesn't it, look like, like 200 million dollars. a shotgun. No, yeah, it, it doesn't literally... look like 200 million dollars. The Safdie brothers could have made it better. Exactly. Um, Which I love Ryan Gosling. He is one of my celebrity passes with my girlfriend. <laughs> I'm not even joking. But you want to know the funny thing yeah. is... The celebrity pass isn't for me to sleep with him. It's yeah. for me to spend time with him, get a beer and play chess or something, dude. Which I think is more I think intimate anyone, than sex. I think any. I think anyone would want to do that with Ryan Gosling. Let's be yeah, honest. Anyone cool. wants to be Emma Stone in a uh, La La Land? Yeah. Don't you just want to hear him rant about the dying, dying, dying art of jazz? That's kind of how I'm feeling about with movies. <laughs> it's dying, people. Go watch movies. Yo, there's a theater in Asbury. If you're or, ever in Asbury, go to, I think it's off Cookman Ave. Yeah. 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 I saw um, the, the showroom. French Dispute. Yeah. yeah and the French Dispatch? Uh, yeah, Dispatch. Yeah. My brain's a little fried right Actually, now. great transition into our oh, first yeah. movie, mm-hmm. which is- I took notes for this one, yeah. too. Um, the Royal Tenenbaums. Royal. Royal Tenenbaums. <laughs> I said it wrong. Royal, Royal Tenenbaums. Wes Anderson's third movie, I think, yes. uh, after Bottle Rocket and Rushmore. Rushmore. I've seen a few uh, Wes Anderson movies before this. I've seen a lot. Have you seen Fantastic Mr. Fox? That was yeah, the first one of course. I saw. I saw that as a kid, actually. I yeah. saw that as a kid. I don't really remember it. And then Same. I went back and I was like, holy shit, this is like awesome. This is like amazing. Grand Budapest Hotel, which yeah. is like, honestly, top 20 movies, in my opinion. In really? All time for me. It's great. It's a masterpiece. I think it's shot very Ray well. Fiennes, but, yeah. yeah. I love Ray Fine's character. I just love how the story is told. I love the setting. It's so beautiful, maybe, and I love how it's told. And that's another because... good thing. It's just, I don't know. I feel like it's Wes Anderson at his peak. But uh, what were we about to say? Like, maybe it was just, like, because I haven't seen it in a while. Yeah. But for some reason, the plot just didn't fully stick with me. I loved the cinematography. The plot, it, I love the characters. Well, I'll I be honest with shots, you. Shots, but you know, Wes Anderson is not really a plot guy for me. He's more of a character. Bottle based Rocket guy. was pretty. Plot I haven't based. seen Bottle Rocket, but uh, uh, okay, that that's I that was uh, after Fantastic Mr. Fox, I guess. Like I was like, I'm gonna watch all these Wes yeah. Anderson films, so I watched Bottle Rocket, then Rushmore, Rushmore. then Royal Tenenbaums, and then I skipped after that, a few. Life Aquatic. Oh, uh, Life Aquatic is my favorite Wes Anderson um, film. It is. A, I think it, I thought it would be too hard to talk about on this podcast, but it is my favorite Wes Anderson film. Yeah. Um, Life Aquatic. What else? There's one with uh, Adrian Brody and uh, Owen Wilson. Um, shit, let me look it up. Well, there's also uh, Moonrise Kingdom. I love Adi- that. Adrian Brody. They're, they're, yeah. they're, they're both regulars. I don't know why I said that. They like are that. regulars, yeah. Um, oh, uh, Isle of Dogs. I ne- I, I've only seen a little bit of that, but Moonrise Kingdom I've actually oh, seen. Oh, Digerian Limited. Oh, the Darjeeling yeah, Limited. That's, yeah, that's that also has my favorite Kink song in it. Strangers. Oh, yeah? yeah, when they're like walking, they're like walking. I think back to the train or something like that. Yeah. But like you brought up French Dispatch. That was the that's the last one I saw. Yes. So I only seen three besides besides the. Yeah, I saw that in theaters. Yeah. Um, that's another one where I was just like, it wasn't my favorite, but I was just amazed. Like he just not I to say it. he keeps getting better and it. better, but like he's like a like. Just his, 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 his isms are becoming more and more just like exaggerated. I don't. I really don't know if that was a if that's a good thing. That's my dog. Yeah. I really don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But like for him, it, I think it's a good it's thing. Like, just the French Dispatch is just so much of him. It's yeah. like to a T. 
I don't know if you've seen See How They Run or have you heard about this movie? I heard about it, but I've never seen it. It I is, don't know what it's about. I've just heard the name. It looks... <laughs> I've seen it, and it, it's basically like a Wes Anderson movie, not directed by Wes Anderson. Really? It's it, it's funny that like his... Like he's become so distinct that he's he has like literal ripoffs of his own. Like he's become his own genre. There's the SNL skit. There's an SNL skit about the Wes Anderson Wes movie. Anderson? Yeah. yeah, and Tyler the Creator also, uh, his visual style is highly based on Wes Anderson. I could see it for Wolf. Yeah, like the Wolf, deluxe edition. I, Wolf, the yeah. Igor. I think Igor is very yeah, like Wes that. Anderson. I think all his stuff. It's very symmetrical. Yeah, all his stuff know. is. Goblin, like, um, yeah. not where well, it's tied. I, I say that because he, yeah. he himself has said like Wes Anderson is a big yeah. influence on him. But what were you about to say? With like, Goblin? Uh, yeah, Goblin, where it's not the portrait, but it's his face on the album cover. I think yeah. that's the deluxe edition. Um, that's very symmetrical. Yeah, you know, um, he's just good with the symmetry so- shots. But I'm not, I'm not a filmmaker. I'm more of just like an enjoyer. It's you know? noticeable with oh, Wes yeah. Anderson. You clearly like his his style is so distinct, like a Tarantino. Yeah. Um, oh, Tarantino's great. Yeah, like yeah. uh, what other like I would say Scorsese, but even some of his films are kind of he kind of hides his his style a bit. Like you would never guess Hugo is a Scorsese. Oh, film. I didn't even know exactly. that. Exactly, but like exactly. But I would argue that like his more crime drama. But like every time you watch like, a Tarantino movie, that you know is it's true. Tarantino. Every yeah. time you watch a Wes Anderson movie. Well, bringing up bringing up um the Scorsese thing, yeah. like with Hugo. I mean, there's another movie we're going to be talking about. Yeah. In my head, that's not really a Cullen Brothers movie. Now we get to Rory Tenenbaums. Yes. I kind of knew what I was getting into since I've seen probably his most well-known films and his most recent film. Yeah. Um. And to me, this was just classic Wes Anderson. Yeah. And I, I was kind of surprised that this is the earliest film I've seen from him. And I'm like, wow, this is – he's he's had this from the very start or uh, relatively from the very start. I was surprised how like – pristine the production design was already i was i was surprised how polished it was as a movie that came out uh 2001 i believe 2001 yep and man he he trans like upper manhattan he transports yeah. that into like his own thing man you would never i kind of got like i kind of guessed like okay this i saw central park i'm like okay this is upper manhattan but like it doesn't seem like it takes place in new york it seems yeah. like it takes place in his own world and i was surprised that like 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 I said, from the start that he's established his uh, style. Uh, another thing is it's kind of timeless, I feel. Like, you know, like um, not to be like one of those guys, like there's no cell phones. Cell I was surprised, phones it, thing, I was surprised yeah. to see the gravestones. Um, oh, I alert. love that. Yeah. yeah, I was surprised to see the gravestones and see like 2000. Oh, okay. I thought this could have taken place in the 60s, honestly. It could have t- taken place in like the early 1900s. Yeah. Besides the taxis. And I would be like, okay, that makes sense. Ben Stiller and, and Owen Wilson are just destined to like be rivals in cinema. Night of the Museum, um, Zoolander. Zoolander, yeah, yeah. Uh, I love it. Yeah. Where Where's the animated Ben Stiller car in Cars Four? <laughs> that That's my question. <laughs> it, he probably it, there probably is a car, but it went. Um, what's that called when like an actor's name isn't on the credits? Oh, uncredited. uncredited? Yeah. yeah, that would be a. You funny know he's acting. uncredited for Dodgeball. He's in Dodgeball? No, Oh, no, he's wait. in Meet the Parents, too. Holy shit. Wait, no, no, no. I. You're thinking of Meet the Parents, right? No, he's, but he's uncredited. Also... He's uncredited. Before we get back to that, yeah. he's uncredited in uh, Happy Gilmore, Ben Stiller. Oh, yeah, yeah. He plays yeah. the nerd. He, he comes back in Hubie Halloween as the same oh, character. Really? I'm not even joking. But yeah, Shout yeah, out Hubie Halloween. Parents. 
Watch it next Halloween. <laughs> meet the parents and meet the Fockers. Yeah, it's Owen Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, I f- yeah. I'm telling you, they're destined to be rivals, man. There's probably another one that they're. Uh, what are your general thoughts on on the uh, Royal Tenenbaums? Um, or how? Why'd you pick it? Okay, so I ha- I actually have questions for you, mm-hmm. but throw them um, throw them at me. I'm I'm looking up. Well, I'll I'll, I'll like give a synopsis of why I kind of chose this. So. I saw the movie when I was probably for the first time when I was like probably 14, 15 and I try to watch it like every year or every other year. You know, like one of those type of movies. Even though it's not my favorite Wes Anderson movie, it's a Life Aquatic. Um this is probably my second favorite. And I feel a strange connection when it comes to Margot, Chaz and Richie um with also, I love the soundtrack, which I'll talk about after. But like, um, you know, Margot hiding the fact that she had all these marriages and has been smoking cigarettes since she was like 12 and all that stuff. Like, so I guess where I relate with her is, I guess, like, I don't know, like I was hiding smoking when I was like that age. She ha- she know? had more than that. She lost a finger. Yeah, she did lose <laughs> a finger. <laughs> and um, you uh, know. there was a great moment, too, uh, when the mother says, Oh, you started smoking? Yeah. When it's like 22, 22 years. years. It's like, well, you should, you should stop. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's what a mother would say. Um, with Chaz, he's just a hypochondriac who's like always having nervous breakdowns. So that's me. Yeah. That's honestly me. Um, I feel that's the most tragic character, honestly, yeah. throughout the whole movie. When he it's... lays down with Owen Wilson at the end. And they're that like, and like help. when yeah. when uh, he's putting his, his, his uh, kids to bed and he yeah. decides to sleep on the floor. I just wanted to like... I felt so. I I saw a different side of Ben Stiller. This actually really surprised me because like, I've never never really took Ben Stiller seriously. No, he he can be a um, serious role. Yeah, I know. There's like Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Dude, that me and seen Josh, that, but, my, you know Josh. Yeah, me, me and them always like once a year we have to watch that movie. Really, together. is it that good? That's one of Josh's favorite movies. Holy shit! Okay. Yeah. No, I love that movie a lot. Actually, it's made me tear up multiple times. Um. Which is not really a sad movie. It's just beautiful. Um, but yeah, and then like Richie, um, he's kind of that like he demolished his own career. You know, like yeah. like he he took something he was really good at and just said fuck it due to like some Which, sort his, of the like, way he threw know, his game was actually really it was awesome. Hilar- hilarious. Yeah, he it was t- like he took off both shoes <laughs> and one sock. <laughs> yeah, he's just like having a complete breakdown in front of everyone. It's, yeah, it. It it was funny. It's like a um a tragic sense of humor, and I yeah. a lot of Wes Anderson's characters have like this certain like melancholy to them. Yeah, where there's like something very sad or Especially lonely about Rise them. Kingdom. If yeah, you, I, you, I haven't seen it, but okay, if you watch, I'm comparing it, yeah. it to like a uh, Ralph Fiennes character in in Grand Budapest. Yeah, that's a very like lonely. Yeah, it's Voldemort. Like, yeah. <laughs> What questions would you want to ask me about it? What questions did you want to ask me about um, So let me finish up my thought yeah. on Richie. So like he kind of, you know, he demolished his own career. He's in love with somebody who he'll probably never get. Also, he doesn't know if he should be yeah. in love with her. Um, all that stuff. Like, uh, obviously, all of these characters, obviously. He's adopted. They said, no, she's, she's adopted. adopted, yeah. All of them obviously suffer from depression yeah. and it's not, it's never thrown. The The big D word is never thrown, but like, you know, his suicide attempt, you know, and yeah. which 
has Elliot Smith playing, who's my favorite singer-songwriter of all time. I mm-hmm. love him to death, which he's also all over Goodwill Hunting, yeah. Elliot Smith. But my thing is, I would say mostly I would connect to Richie personally if we were to pick which child yeah. we would be. I would I feel like I would connect to him, you know. There's been multiple times where I change my appearance and something that I truly like love like music or something like that. I just feel like breaking my guitar or all that stuff yeah. or like you know like like you moved um, by something so yeah. much. You like I'm in like... a relationship now, but when I was younger there was like, you know, like I've had like cuz I've always been writing music. There's like muses that I've had where I'm like I can't even if it's not like a relationship, even if it's just something, it's like, I can't grasp this. So like you suffer the internal consequences and he's also overly nice to his dad. He like hugs him, all that stuff. So if you were to choose, uh, one of the children, which one do you think you would relate most with? I I have a feeling I know who it might be. Um, probably Gwyneth Paltrow's character. Oh, I would think uh, Ben Stiller. <laughs> I was thinking of Ben Stiller, but like, Maybe, okay, this is why I relate to her the most, because I have a hard time explaining my feelings to people, and I feel like she has a hard time explaining her feelings yeah. to people. I feel like that's what I related most to her, but like... And her sense of like retreating. Yeah. Honestly, all I've never lost a finger. Um, <laughs> yet. Yet. Um, and I didn't, I didn't, I don't smoke, but I've had hidden stuff from my parents before, like we all have, yeah. so... Um, or even loved ones or people. Yeah. Who, like make these white lies yeah and like i think a reason to why her and richie also like were really good characters together is because they both liked to retreat you know like he spent time on the cote d'ivoire you know and um you know like she spent time in the bathroom and all that stuff but also they ran away together yeah you know they went to the african wing or whatever of the national museum or you know, he goes and hangs out with Mordecai, the bird. You know, he goes up there. And she also would go up there, and that's where she hid her cigarettes. But she also, she hid so much, like, even that, the smoking thing from Richie, who, like, she was also in yeah. love with, too, that we find out. Uh, I think another nod to Daddy Daycare is Angelica <laughs> Houston. In the beginning, they say that Hell yeah. her, uh, her like, main goal was to, like, um, like, pursue education in her children or something like that which is what she does at daddy daycare which came out two, two years, years after, after yeah. yeah that's funny um yeah, kind of downhill <laughs> she bounces back with life aquatic a year later oh that's true yeah are you talking yeah, shit about movie. daddy daycare no i'm not talking shit about daddy <laughs> daycare. all i know is that I'll, I'll give my shelf rating after but all i know is it's above the bottom shelf you see the way that i watched royal tenenbaums is because you're going everywhere, which is yeah. fair because we weren't we weren't like conscious during when he yeah. first made his movies, but yeah. I watched it as Bottle Rocket, then Rushmore, and you get more of that kind of nights not psychedelic flavor, but you're getting all these shots. You know, you're getting the you're West Anderson to see it. shots, yeah, you're you, to the see weird it. quirky characters. Yeah. And then you get Royal Tenenbaums, which is his like first like, like oh yeah. shit, this is a Wes Anderson movie. What'd you say? Hmm? What? I didn't say anything. When? Right now? I'm sorry, don't listen to me. 
when masculine when spaced out all day. Well, let me uh, let me just talk about the soundtrack real okay. quick. You got Elliot Smith on there. You got Needle in the Hay during the suicide scene. Hey Jude, bro. In the beginning. Yeah, the Hey Jude in the beginning. Um, it's cool too because like when he sees Margot these days from Nico plays, and um, you know like it's it's just that song or Me and Julio down by the schoolyard. Paul Simon. What was the song that was playing when they uh, visited uh, um, Owen Wilson's house uh, when they confronted him about the drugs or his addiction? Oh, Rock the Casbah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. There was, another, there was yeah. another Clash song when he's like picking up drugs, which also before the bet, the one of my most quoted things is the, what? What do you say? Oh, did you say something? And he's like, I'm sorry, don't listen to me. I'm a mescaline. I've been spaced out all day. One of the worst Bob Dylan songs is on the soundtrack. It's, I think it's called Wig Man, and he's just going like, that's literally the lyrics to the song yeah la di da you know Mm. velvet underground's on there uh but ranking um all right well the wait yeah i'm gonna explain the rating system because it's the first time i'm using it so the new rating system is we have off the shelf which is completely like not worthy do not watch it we have the bottom shelf which is like watch it while under the influence or you watch it in the background while you're doing something else like scream 2 scream 2 was a great pick <laughs> which we had on and we the had on and we have the middle shelf i would recommend it but I'm not sure if i'll watch it again but maybe if it was you know just on streaming or maybe i'll watch it in the 10 years you know that type of shit we have the top shelf which is like yeah I, this is this Damn is that, that was movie. a great movie i'll probably watch it again and then we have Beyond the Shelf, which is like top five masterpiece, unless either your top five or just like a masterpiece. That sorry, that's my dog. <laughs> I think. All right, we're back. Uh, had to quiet down the dogs. Uh, we yeah, have pulled Beyond the Eli the Cash. <laughs> ran over the dog. That um, didn't happen. <laughs> oh yeah, that I felt sad. The dog died. Yeah, they Buckley just was threw it cool. away. Yeah, but they got spark plug. But yeah. still, Buckley he was a cute beagle. What would be your rating? Okay, so this isn't my final rating because I my final rating will be the Ferris rating for not just me, but for anybody who watches movies. The Ferris rating? Yeah. Yeah. Care to explain? Yeah, so like so like my rating, okay, I think Jack and Jill is a really good movie. I don't care what anybody else says. But if I yeah. was to rank it honestly, yeah. I would put it on bottom shelf. Okay. For yeah. me personally, it's a middle shelf, but yeah. like, you know, maybe even garbage pile. No, you know what? I want people to be genuine because I've every single time I've asked someone their opinion, I'm they're like, "Oh, but it's not not what I would rate it. It would be like what will be objective." I want I, I want, want the true I want I want you to, to stick to. I want people to stick to their guns. I want I want the right. hot takes. I want the I want people to stick by their opinion. For me, it's a top shelf, and I and I'll give you a small not beyond the shelf or top shelf. Top shelf. Top shelf. Okay. Yeah, beyond the shelf is like top five, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. 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 Okay. Um. It's a it's a top shelf for me only because it shaped the way that I, it shaped a lot of my music liking. Mm-hmm. I watch it. I try to watch it once a year, once every other year. Um, it's a good movie for I think really anything. If you want to feel happy, um, if you're a little sad, if you're hanging out with friends, you know, good rainy day movie. It is a really good rainy day movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I I rewatched it last night. I saw it like a few months ago, so I've seen it a few times this year. 
But I rewatched it last night just so that I could be prepared mm-hmm. for uh, the podcast. But yeah. I would give it a middle shelf. Okay. I'll probably revisit it in like 10 years. But, 10 years? Jeez, dude. Yeah, I'll probably do like a Wes Anderson like marathon when he like decides to make his last movie or whatever. It To me, it was not like my, my favorite Wes Anderson movie, but um, I still enjoyed it. And Wes Anderson, I probably... I, I look forward to revisiting all his other movies. Yeah. Uh, not revisiting, but watching all his other movies. I'm telling movies. you, watch them in a row. That's Watch them in a row? Watch them. Yeah. I'm going to start doing that with directors. Yeah. Because I feel like it's a little unfair to go back to like their first movies or their, their early, even the, especially their earlier stuff and like, you know, fairly or just like, I don't know, the expectation is a little bit higher. It would be a middle shelf for me. Why Why do you prefer over the others? Let's see. So Bottle Rocket, I, I like, mm-hmm. but like, I don't think it's his best movie it's the first at film. all. Yeah. yeah. Um, When it comes to Rushmore, it didn't really stand out that much to me. I know everybody loves that movie so much. That's like a cult one. I see yeah. a lot of people. Like I just that thought one. it was. I just thought it was pretty funny, and it was yeah. his beginnings. Um, okay, skip Royal Tenenbaums and Life Aquatic. Uh, well, I'm you not gonna. I've seen Tenji or Limited, right? Uh, I've seen half of it, but like right, I've seen the ending. Yeah, I I love the, his soundtracks though. Uh-huh. Moonrise Kingdom. Um, you forgot Mr. Fantastic Mr. Fox. I'm not gonna rank the animated Why? ones. Uh, because like I saw that when I was a kid. I never rewatched. I haven't rewatched that. it. No. Yo. Am I supposed to? Yes. Yeah, I never. No. Re-watched it. Rewatch Fantastic okay, Mr. Fox, okay. dude. I put it over. It's it's the only thing that's like uh, above it is Grand Budapest for me. You see, Grand Budapest, I would probably have in the third or the fourth yeah. place, and then Moonrise Kingdom. To me, they're interchangeable. Mm-hmm. Um. Moonrise Kingdom kind of gives this like hero's journey thing. How's Bruce Willis in it? That is a he's weird. Good. Okay, he's actually. But that's like no, he's 2012 good. Bruce Willis. I'm like I know, yeah, that, with the aphasia. Yeah. yeah, I feel bad for him. Too. Yeah. yeah, my big thing is like there's also a lighthouse in um in Moonrise Kingdom, and I love lighthouses. Yeah. So like like uh, like uh I don't have a tattoo of a lighthouse, but I do want to get one soon. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, that and Grand Budapest are kind of interchangeable to me. Um, they're just like classic. What that's like the true like middle point of Wes Anderson. Um, French Dispatch. I saw it in theaters and I missed the first ten minutes of it, but I it basically just went over and was Owen Wilson riding his bike. Benicio del Toro, though. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, I, I like that's that my well. favorite story. Uh, Same, yeah. Um, there was a lot of but nudity he's literally in it a- too. <laughs> I love when he's like, I'm literally a tortured artist. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's underrated. I think people are going to oh, look back it. on it and it, it's going to be one of his best. Was really the scene where they're playing it. the chess game and yeah. there's like the riots going on. Because one of my favorite... I'm just like, how did he like, this looks so no, crazy. Like I this love, looks out uh, of this world. Because they, they had the black and white portion for the one Timothy Chalamet thing. And one of my favorite movies, yeah. which I chose to not also talk about because it'd be kind of hard for me. Uh, La Haine. La Haine. Lahem. Lahem? Is it the black and white? The black and white. Uh, French yeah. Movie, yeah. I wish you recommended that because yeah, I've been meaning to watch that. Oh, I've seen it several times. Yeah. Dude, the, Don't be afraid no. to recommend anything on this podcast. Uh, yeah. That, to me, is a better version of Kids from Harmony Corinne. I haven't seen that e- either. All right. Watch Kids first and then watch Lahem. Lahem. Yeah. Like, it's brought up in film school a lot. So, yeah. I, I teared up at the end. Like, okay. Like, and I'm not going to tell you whether it was story based or because if it was a beautiful movie or not. Uh-huh. It was a beautiful movie, but like, I was just like, I felt empty 
Oh like, my. Like empty, not like I want more, but like empty as like, wow, the fucking human condition is crazy, you know? There's a movie, and this is way off topic, but there's a movie that like I, I felt exactly how you felt when it ended. Fuck, I got to look up his name now. <laughs> I can't believe I, I forget his name. I can't uh, believe it's not Butter. Oh, Lars von Trier. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I don't know. He did I The got... House That Jack Built, right? Yeah. yeah. Lars von Trier. Um, it stars Bjork. It's called Dancer in the Dark. It's a musical that is shot very weirdly. It's shot like found footage, but it's not found footage. It's just the way it's shot. He's a weird dude. Um, He's kind of like a Werner Herzog type character. Yeah. The ending will just crush you. Like, I, I've never seen an ending so... I'm into old. movies like that. I, yeah. I couldn't stop thinking about the ending. I'm uh, a very, maybe that's one we'll talk about on the podcast. I'm not, like, like, a sensitive shit. person, but, like, I I really feed off on, like, energies of movies. So, like, yeah. even, like, The Town with uh, Ben Affleck and uh-huh. Jeremy Renner and all that stuff. Like, even that ending... You've seen that, right? I haven't, no. Okay, like, even that ending just kind of broke me a little which it's kind of a happy ending but there's like a scene towards mm-hmm. the end of the movie where i was just like it, it broke me like i don't know it, it it didn't hit on like a personal level but it felt like a personal level did the ending for no country of old men felt that way dude i i cry every time i hear that monologue because that's taken right from the book from cormac mccarthy no country for old men the coen brothers movie i I did it. I popped my Coen Brothers cherry. Yeah. Never watched a Coen Brothers movie. Um, I have to say this going into this. I did know the ending before I watched the movie. Oh, you did? Because this is like one of, considered one of the best movies of all time. So uh, I avoided it because I knew the ending already. I don't know. Some stupid Watch Mojo video probably spoiled it for me. But I don't know. I I, I just remember I, ever shout since out. I've heard of it. Yeah, shout out Watch Mojo, I guess. <laughs> but... Ever since I've heard of it, I just knew about the ending, so I kind of avoided it. And like, even but you're though I so yes, much, yeah. no, but even though I, 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 fuck, man, I wish I didn't know the ending, I know, man. Yeah. I wish I didn't know that he just never gets him, because I just knew. I, what, like, watch it for the first time. I'm like, I, oh, he gets. I know he gets away. What I didn't know is the Josh, the fate of the Josh Bowen character. Oh, you didn't? Okay, I, I feel like that's more important. Yeah, I feel like that's more of an and and more detail. of a shocker of how they reveal, like what yeah, happened. They killed him off screen. That's a Cohen brother thing. Crazy. Well, do you know? Do you know how the cartel got to him? No, not exactly. They were. You uh, explain it. Yeah, they were. Um, the cartel went after um Llewellyn, who is Josh Brolin, and I for I forget his wife's name. It's not. Mm. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember either. But um, also, what's funny is Josh Brolin plays a younger Tommy Lee Jones in Men in Black Three. <laughs> Josh Brolin is. Did you ever see his hot ones? No, he that, killed that, it. Really? No, he no. he did not like it. Did I, not. Face I'm him. not surprised. <laughs> yeah, or he he's is, fucking Thanos, man. Yeah, he's a Texas boy. But um, yeah, no. So when uh, the cartel gets sent after his wife and his mother-in-law, and the mother-in-law tells something about like a hotel that he's staying at and the thing is too like and and then the cartel uh kill him off screen obviously but the thing is too like right before he dies like this is the girl where she's like hey you want to drink some beer and he's like uh no nah, i'm i'm a taken man miss i'm sorry and he's like i know what beer leads to so he's like always been this like good character even for taking the money like if a bunch if you're a vietnam vet and you stumble across a bunch of money and like 
there's nobody around, you're going to take it. He's and because he was so nice, that's what got him killed in the end yeah. because he went back He's... for the water. In the in the beginning, though, when mm-hmm. Anton Chigurh fucking strangles the cop, Javier... Javier Bardem's yeah. uh, performance, um, who's yeah. also in Mother, by the way. We mentioned Mother before. Um, and he's the... in Dune. Is he? I think. I never saw Dune. Sorry. The David Lynch one? No, no, the, the oh. remake. Oh, I did see Dune. I don't remember him. Oh, well. Um, <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Dune was kind of dull, to be honest with you. But that's that's. I'm into the sci-fi, but I've just never seen it. The coin flip scene. Holy shit, dude. Which one? The one at the end or the one where he's no, in the, the store? The, the one that everyone shows. I, I uh, kind of knew this, station, but yeah. like I, I didn't know if he was going to kill this guy or not. Yeah. And the fact that he didn't is so fucking scary. Well, no, Why? That's, that's his philosophy. He's a psychopath, and yeah. he believes that everything is... Um, like do from i think it's like chance or something like that so when he flips the coin you know like the chance kind of goes away because then they have to choose Mm -hmm. so it's in their kind of feel i tried to watch analysis videos on it and they're all yeah i i I kind of avoided that because i don't want to repeat what other people were saying same yeah um but like i it's just a one of like the most i don't want to say accurate because i don't i've never met like a psychopath really I have. From what I've, from what I've imagined, that it, this is kind of like how a psychopath would act. Like, yeah. very calm. Remorseless. Remorseless, yeah. and just, like, cold. Like, this has... coin, this coin got here the same way I did. You know how long this coin has been traveling? <laughs> Since 19, 1952. So that means it yeah. took place... In the 80s. In it the took 80s? place in 1980, okay. I think, Okay, exact. I was yeah. confused to where it, it was taking place. Yeah, it, it seems like it could have been the 60s, you know? But he's also a Vietnam vet, so, like, you kind of guess, okay, it's past, like, yeah. 1970, like, something, you know? Not I kind of like the ambiguousness of, of it. Is it in Texas? You don't know. It's it is. In the West. No, it is in Texas. It is in Texas? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, the thing is, too, like, a thing that, like, Tommy Lee Jones mentions in the beginning, he's like, back in the day, sheriffs never wore guns or something like that, and he's like, hard to believe now and all that stuff. Get to the opening. Yeah. The, the way he finds... um. Well, yeah, the opening is actually the the strangulation, but we mentioned yeah. that before. But with the way uh, Josh Brolin's character was introduced, yeah, when he's and hunting, how he, yeah. oh my, it's, and you see the carnage like of this this guy, like, and he's the only one still walking. How? Yeah, like how? And all the bodies are like bloated. Yeah, and all that definitely stuff. from yeah. that. Oh, the, and the dog, the dog, yeah, was bloated. Yeah, that's a crazy one. Um, I honestly, they honestly made did made me didn't feel like bad about a dog dying. Uh, oh yeah when he had to kill it when he yeah was i'm like chased. yeah uh, this guy's a vietnam vet yeah who like served two tours um so like you know like for him this is a life or death thing and he just wants to go back home to his family you know so like it made sense why he killed the dog i remember watching i think that scene with i don't remember who but they were like oh my god like are you, are you like he shot the dog and i'm like this guy just got shot by the cartel <laughs> and he's gonna die you know he has like a lot of money he's in the middle of nowhere of course he shot the dog like i love dogs i was playing with your dog before you know i was telling yeah. her, sit and i was rubbing her belly i do love dogs but like you know too many people like overreacted at that scene and i was like first off it's a movie no mm-hmm. dogs were harmed <laughs> second off it's life or death and this movie is all about the human condition. So, like, it makes sense why they would throw in something. I guess now that's shocking. I feel like people didn't start really caring about dogs dying in movies until, like, recently. Uh, I, I just think it's, like... Thank you, old old yeller. 
out of any animal is definitely the dog is definitely the like the animal that gets killed off the most so i understand why people get pissed yeah <laughs> you know there's there's a lot of uh movies it's like horror died. movies no it, it's like, like any horror movie if there's a dog that yeah. dog is dead um marley and me any emotional beat? owen wilson oh my god <laughs> wait is, okay, I was about to say there's no dogs that die in uh, daddy daycare, thank God. But I don't think there's a dog. My in that point movie. is, there's oh, a no, lot there of. There's the one dog who takes big poop. Big, exactly. <laughs> oh, my dog's definitely dead now, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> um, Way to like, make everybody feel good about this, I, like, really Western <laughs> drama movie. You know? It's a very bleak movie, so we can talk about dead There's no dogs. music. If we're going to talk there's about. There's no music in the movie. Rarely any really? music. There's like, I think there's only like 11 minutes of music mm. in the movie. Um, yeah, the wind is what goes through the whole movie. You know, a cool fact about it actually yeah. is when they were filming um, another one of my favorite movies, There Will Be Blood, was filming at a set away, so they had to cancel after they had to cancel shooting for a little bit because of the oil fire scene from There Will Be Blood, which is also a great scene. Mm. And Johnny Greenwood from Radiohead did the music for it, so all the tribal drums going off, all the oils burning. I'm yeah, glad. it's a great I'm so scene. I'm glad you brought There Will Be Blood. I love that movie so much. You see, every time I put on Long Johns and I have a glass of whiskey, I feel like <laughs> Daniel Day-Lewis when uh, the kid burns the down the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, I'm going to have like my fake brother there. Oh my Bro, God. that scene too. I don't want to spoil it, but that scene with the fake yeah. brother. Um, But um, yeah, definitely, I don't know. It's hard because it's not, it's not a movie I put on a lot, so, so it's hard to say if it's like my favorite, but... Yeah, I love it. It's hard to argue that that's not Paul Thomas Anderson's like best. Yeah, no, I would but agree. I'm a Boogie Nights guy. Ugh. Marky Mark. No movie, no movie, man. No movie is is Boogie Nights. I love Boogie Nights. Not to get into a Boogie Nights tangent, we talked about it in the first episode, but uh... me personally, because I grew up going to Jersey City, mm-hmm. and my family would go to a not Union Station or West Side, but another like district of Jersey City. And they would go, which is basically like the equivalent of like John and Canal Street in New York. And they would get all these movies where it's just a blank paper and it says the name of the movie. And one of them was There Will Be Blood, but like um, um, out, The Outlaw Josie Wales and like all these Clint Eastwood and Spaghetti Westerns. And Reservoir Dogs was one of them, which isn't oh, a shit. Western, but yeah. like, you know, like that's what I grew up kind of with was like movies like this. So for me, when was like, the first time you saw There Will Be Blood? Uh, I was probably in high school. See, I re- yeah. I recently saw it like this. I rewatch year, it though, like a decent it, amount. It, I've seen it so many times. The scene where they're spectating. They're, yeah, yeah, the spectating scene. The whole Eli uh plain view cash. dynamic. He like yeah, cash. <laughs> yeah, no, like his character in that too, and the ending of that movie. Yo, first off, also the yeah. scene where he's getting baptized, and he's like. Give me the blood, Lord. Give me the blood. Yeah. I've abandoned my yeah. son. Oh, my God. I think also, personally, I quote it a lot. I can quote that movie a lot. Give me the blood, Lord. Give me the blood. That's a good one. I drink your milkshake. The accent is just so fun to do. It's yeah. Like a... Yeah, Daniel Dead lewis is really good with those accents. Eli. Well. Carson, who's played by Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Um, Didn't expect he's... him to see him. I did not know he was in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, When he... When he's in like that accountant office type thing that runs like the thing, and uh, after after um, Javier Bardem Bardem uh, kills him, he goes back to the place and he kills the guy, and he's talking to the guy, but he's not looking at his face, and he's like, "Why would they like do this and all that stuff?" 
and he he's just up front with him and then he asks are you gonna kill me and he looks at him and he goes well uh you have to answer this question do you see me i do you think because then it cuts away i personally don't think he killed him after that i think as long as that wait woody harrelson's character no, no, no. The when he goes back and he kills that one like accounting guy, the one guy that Woody oh yeah, was, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, hired yeah. By. yeah, I do. Yeah, I. But then there was the other guy in the room. I don't think he killed him because the guy was I up think, front. Yeah, because that's that's uh, Anton Chigurh's whole thing. As long but as like, you're up front and you stick to your morals, yeah. he's not gonna kill you. I thought he was asking, "Do you see me?" Because like, oh, do you see me? Like, no. Okay, we're good. You he's, know what I mean? That's one thing that like I've actually. Like, I'm not sure what he means by do you see me. Like, like, uh... Like, do you see me? Like, and if he asked, answered no, that means, oh, we're good. Yeah. That didn't happen. That's what Josh, uh, my friend, Bammy, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that's what Josh thinks. But I personally think it's more of, like, uh, if he said, like, yes, but my morals are this. Or, like, 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 um, like, uh... What do you mean by yes, my morals are this? But like, I mean. like, um, if he was like, I do see you, but I didn't see what happened or something like that, you know? Because then if he lied and he was like, no, I don't see you, then Anton Sugar, Sugar would probably throw some like, oh, but I'm right I here. see what you're asking. So yeah. you're asking, like, basically the complete opposite of what I'm asking. Yeah, no, no. Basically, what you would do in any situation, as long as he reversed that and was like, I do. But I'm not gonna round anybody. What would I gain from this? All that stuff, and yeah. they were to have like a discourse. I think he would be fine. But also, that guy kind of seemed like yeah, he kind of seemed a little. Uh, I don't think that guy would. He didn't say, have a lot of brain. I mean, a... if it was me, I would personally say no. But like, yeah. you got to think of Anton Chigurh's character, and you got to think of the people he's working with. Um, I like the vagueness of him, though. You're not sure yeah. exactly oh, what the fuck. He, what like what is. Where is he from? Where is What's he his from? background? What's his yeah. What what made him get that haircut? It's like a Terminator. Like that haircut <laughs> is ridiculous. I love that haircut. <laughs> I don't know why that's such a big topic for concern. It's just like an. It's so it's like fun. A, no, it's, it's like per- the Ramones. But like, <laughs> like that's what like a psychopath would have. Like it's like oh, yeah. I, it, like a weird like nineteen seventy. It did take place in the eighties, so I, that's understandable. But I looked at the back of it. It kind of reminded me of like Willy Wonka from. Uh, <laughs> With Gene Johnny Wilder? Depp. Or, no, uh, the of course Depp not. One? Of course not the Gene uh, the Johnny Depp version, the weird pedal version. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, interesting choice, because that that's clearly a choice. Like, oh, the Coen Brothers made him get it. Really? Yeah. Wait, that's an actual haircut. That's not a wig. No, that's an actual haircut. They made oh, him go my. to a barber shop, and after Harvey Javier Bardem looked at it, and he said. I'm not gonna get laid for a while, and then they like high fived or something like that, like Ethan and uh other Cohen. What's the other Cohen brother's name? I don't name? know. Joel. Joel. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Joel. Um, yeah, he's sure he's listening. He's like scoping out the room, and he's practicing. And then Josh Brolin is also like super smart, so he knows to like put the bag into the other room, which like luckily had that, cartel that's guys. That's the most in. tense scene of the movie. Really? Is the motel scene. I th- you don't I think the scene where um, Tommy Lee and, Jones goes back to the motel? Well, I knew. I knew oh, you knew that happen. part? Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, um, that didn't have the effect on me. I feel like I can yeah, go I'm on sorry. I'm like, about I, I feel like I have little to say because it's like one of those movies where yeah. everyone has seen it and everyone like raves about it. And yeah. it, 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 
its representation definitely lives up to it. When uh, Tommy Lee Jones is talking to his cousin Ellis, because Tommy Lee Jones is trying to relive those good days, you yeah, know. But then the, when he the visits, chase. yeah. But then when he visits like Ellis, um, and Ellis is just like, "Do you remember when?" Uh, I think it was either like their uncle or their grandfather or something like that. I haven't. I actually didn't rewatch the movie for the podcast, but I saw it kind of recently. Like it's a, a few it's, months it's ago. a pretty straightforward movie. Yeah, honestly, I was. I, I didn't know the. I didn't know. I knew the general gist of the movie, but like I was shocked that it was just like, oh, some guy finds money, and the other guy's just looking for him. Yeah, it was kind yeah. of like a classic cat and mouse uh, chase, cat yeah. and mouse. But like, also, it had like a lot of philosophical and psychological like. Under things subtext. like yeah. yeah yeah but like when he's talking to ellis and then he's like do you remember like uh or he was like uh like uncle or something like that was killed like uh in like his back like he was shot in the back or something like that and died that night and tommy lee jones is like well maybe like the good times weren't ever real you know you want to hit the ending of no country for old men like the true ending what did you think of the monologue i mean if if you're not gonna end it with him catching him, that's the perfect way to end it. Yeah. And I heard it was based on a. You said it was based on a book. Yeah, by I didn't Cormac know that. McCarthy. Um, yeah. if that's how the book ended, I think that I mean, cinematically, that's the best way to do it accurately. It was right there. I, I, it's just yeah. I, no music. You hold on him for the whole monologue, basically. I. It's powerful. What I love so much is um, the whole. Well, it's, it's like a class, dude. It's like a classic, like Western ending when it, in like in spirit. It's a like, modern like the, Western ending, yeah. Yeah. Instead of guns blazing. Have you like ever seen Hell High Water? Type thing. No. Highly recommend it. It's similar to this. Um, it's it has a not a similar ending, but a, a yeah, I guess a similar ending, a similar like theme. Yeah. Without the ending and um, like, I feel like it's spiritual successor. Instead uh, in of like, it kind of broke a lot. There's of, not many westerns, but what do you say? It broke like a lot of because it's not completely a western, but it broke a lot I'd of westerns. I would say too, but I would say it's also like, it's a drama as well. Well, drama westerns are dramas. Yeah, I know, but you know, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. West western like it's hard to uh, categorize a. Uh, a genre like that because yeah. it like it could you can have like an a- action western or you can have like a more dramatic western like Unforgiven yeah or stuff like that True Grit uh, uh, Django Django, Django that's more like one, of an yeah. action one um and a drama too but yeah. um have but, you seen the the Leone trilogy um, the dollars one no a few dollars more uh Fistful and uh I don't know why oh, I said Fistful of Dollars yeah. yeah Fistful of Dollars few dollars more and uh, Good Bad and the Ugly um i've seen the original good bad and the ugly yeah the um, original there's only one. Oh, i i thought you were talking about a remake <laughs> which is why i was a little confused oh because you yeah, said leone no. and i i don't remember like writer or director's oh, name sergey so. leone is like yeah the director of all of those movies okay yeah you I see ne- that's the thing i don't remember directors yeah names. a lot of people remember those movies yeah i saw like, a- eastward but to me like the director is like the star of that of those movies that would make sense yeah, they also like, all went to like spain and italy to film them yeah they're they're italian movies yeah. they're italian movies and they're really at points they're like surreal i love them it's like a weird it's like this is what the europeans thought of us it, it, in the 1960s they thought of us as disgusting slimy people who were yeah like, just covered in grease and grease, oil, yeah eating like, ribs and drinking all day it's a far f- cry from like, john like, wayne uh, which I, I don't know i'm not 
I know those movies were clearly not made for me and not made for us. Those movies were made for a different audience. Yeah. But, uh, so I guess I only saw the first and the third one then. Yeah. The second one is underrated. Levi and Clive plays like against type. He plays the good guy. It's, it's cool. I, uh, I recently watched but, uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid with uh, Robert Redford. I've, I've heard and, about it, but I've never seen it. Uh, Paul Newman. It's it's pretty funny. It's a good Western, but it's also funny and like not like a not like an overly funny way but it's just like it's good kind of like there's funny scenes in like every movie yeah um i guess not a funny scene is in no country for old men is when uh he uh the car crash at the end because that shows that like you know chance just fucking takes you whenever you want you know he had no control in that i'm gonna tease another episode but i watched this and whiplash yeah and uh back to back i watched them on the same day and uh man Two, spoiler alert, but two two uh, two car crash jump scares in one day. <laughs> what do you think was a better one? Oh, uh, the whiplash one. Really? The point of the scene was that like, wow, not phased at all. A bone is sticking out of his arm. Yeah, and then he pays the kid. He pays the kid, and he just moves shirt. on. Yeah. Um, well, one of the most badass scenes he does is when he blows up the car. To get the medical supplies. Oh, uh, yeah. You mentioned yeah, the Terminator the, before. Yeah. That was like, damn, this he guy is the, a Terminator. Yeah, uh, what's that thing? The cleaner thing on the battery. Yeah. yeah I'm like, holy shit. And like, and, and when he was like fixing himself in, in the- In the tub, in, yeah. In the tub, I'm like, that's, that's very- That's crazy scene. That's, that kind of reminded me of Terminator when uh, Arnold, the T, I don't know, the T-800 uh, where they're doing, is doing the in eye. the second one? In the first one when he's oh. in the hotel and he's like fixing his eye. That's when he puts on the shades. Yeah. Yeah, I I guess I I personally thought of like the second Terminator where they're like getting the chip in his head and all that stuff. Oh yeah, but, like well, the, the yeah, first you know one I mean. makes more obviously sense. Yeah, yeah, the first one does make more sense because like the hotel I was in a pretty bad car crash like recently and I I'm just somehow okay. But like that that scene with Anton Chigurh like that was like I would say that's pretty accurate. Like, I would say the whiplash thing where his car flips and he starts running. Yeah, that's yeah. accurate because there's so much adrenaline. But, like, the... I forgot his car flip. That was a lot. That was that was a little ridiculous. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I, not to spoil my thoughts on whiplash, but... Yeah, I, but... The... I, okay, I'll go back on it. I, I, I prefer the No Country for Old Men. You convinced yeah. me. It didn't take much, but you convinced me. <laughs> yeah, because when he gets out of the car, like, he he's in shock at first. And he's slowly... Like, he, he has no clue what just yeah. happened. You know, that was kind of like me. And then, like... You know, he sits on the side and he sees he sees his bones sticking out and he knows that it's going to be a problem. But he also, even though he's insane, he's smart. So he knows, well, my adrenaline's still running. I'm going to get this tourniquet real quick, walk real quick and walk away, you know? Yeah. The The ending, though, like back to the ending where he's talking about where his wife, Tommy Lee Jones' wife is like, how uh, like, how'd you sleep? And he's like, I don't really know. And he's like, I had two dreams. And then he was like, the first dream, um, what was it? The first dream, I don't really remember. It was something about meeting my father in town. He was going to give me money. And I think I lost it or something. And then he's like, but the second dream, we were back in old times or something like that. And he's like, he was like, my father, or in the beginning, he's like, my father was in both of those dreams. And you know like i'm much older than him now than when he died so in a sense i'm the older man which like already i'm like wow dude what the fuck and then like the second dream he's like we're on horseback and it started like 
he either said like snowing or something like that or like the it was getting dark and he saw that his dad was fixing up a fire and he felt so far away and he was like but i knew as soon as i get there he'd be waiting for me and then the wife just looks at him or or it's still on his face and it he pauses and he's like and then i woke up and then it cuts and then it cuts to his wife's face and then his and the clock's ticking and it and then no it it cut no it, it cuts what? Doesn't go back to his wife, and then I woke it, up. It, Cut. No, no, it does go back to his wife because she does like the, she's kind of looking at him like neutrally, I'm, and then I'm pretty sure it ends with just like then I woke up and cut. It should have, but no, it cuts back really? to it. Okay, that's actually one small thing I have about the movie. It just should have ended there, but no, yeah. it maybe does I'm cut remember. Back. I, I, I I'm gonna have to go back. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. But yeah, that that monologue though, like he delivered it fucking amazingly like like after hearing that and after all you experience in the movie because there wasn't so many distractions in the movie it was very just based on these characters no music the the shots were amazing but like you know like you're just hyper fixated on this whole thing going on and how the characters are involved in this situation and small amount of characters really there i would argue there's only two characters throughout the whole entire movie, and Tommy Lee Jones is just a side character. It's really interesting because this movie is so simple. I know. It's so simple. Like the whale. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a little better than the whale. I, I would say it's whale. a lot better than the whale. Um, yeah. Good movie still, but... Why I'm having such a hard time like talking about this movie is because... You need to sit with it. It's it like is, a movie to I sit with. I need to with. sit with it, and also, like, it's so simple. Like, the story is simple. I know. And the way, it's just the way they told it. The, It's just tension scene after tension scene after yeah. tension scene. Well, it's scene. accurate it's, to it's the so book, good. you know? How's the book? Have uh, you read it? I've never read the book, but I, uh, one of my friends, Emma, she, she tries to read, like, 50 books a year or something. She's going to be a librarian, but she went through oh, a shit. bunch of Cormac McCarthy novels. Um... And she also just reads a lot of stuff, but she went through a bunch of them because she likes like kind of like that uh, cowboy counterculture kind of era, like that Johnny Cash, Waylon Jennings, which like, you know, that that ties into Western movies. And, um, you know, she she said that it was very good. And I think she even told me that like it was pretty accurate to No Country for Old Men from what I've pulled up about like the accuracy. It's like 90 percent accurate to like the book i think it's also called no country for old men but um i think cormac mccarthy has a novel called like the road or something like that oh yeah it is called no country for old men but he has this one book called the road blood meridian a lot of people say is good um yeah he's just like a western type writer and he actually on his wikipedia like uh like photo he kind of looks like josh brolin oh you see that's the one thing i had but like look at that look at his face and it just cuts dude like yeah you they should have they should have not cut back i know yeah they should they should have just cut right there but it it still works in my head they didn't i don't know why i remembered it that way but because that's how it should have been this this will be a top shelfer for me yeah this is a top shelfer this is also a top shelfer. yeah it's in my top five or movies of all time? 
Yeah. Wait. Oh, oh that's it goes beyond. Bottom. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. There's like the pit of darkness or whatever it's called. It's bottom, middle, top. Yeah. Yeah. And then what's the what's beyond the, the shelf? I think it's a beyond the shelf for me personally. Yeah. I I'm sticking. I mean, to that's my not guns. a hot take. That's not. A I'm hot sticking take. to my guns. I got from the getting store. But um, no. Yeah. Yeah. I would. I would say it's in my top five movies of all time. And I don't think it's gonna be surpassed anytime soon. What was it your, always? No. Not to put you on the spot here, but what yeah. would be your top five movies of all time? I can give you like a list. I don't know. You if don't I can have give you don't no particular order, but uh, just five movies: Desert Island, Which Desert Island, yeah. five movies. Um, yeah. Lion. Okay. Um, just love that movie. Uh, no Country for Old Men. Uh, Life Aquatic. I do love Life Aquatic that much. I don't care. Um, there will be blood. I will throw in there. Did I mention Train Spotting? No. I, w- I think that's the first time you brought it up on on the pod. So, really? Yeah. I'm surprised. But we, uh, well, no, when we were talking about uh, climax. Oh yeah. Brought up Train. No, I love Train Spotting. Actually, yeah. I, I watched that movie probably once a month when I was like 15. I love that movie so much. <laughs> Good soundtrack as well. Iggy Pop. Lou Reed. I gotta know, rewatch that one. Slippy. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been since like freshman year uh, of college. Yeah, yeah. And that was like the one time I watched it. But I, uh, when I was on tour, um, Evren's uh, sister, Eileen, one of the first nights, we were like all hanging around, um, just like playing guitar. We had the Jersey Shore on in the background. Oh my god! And. Uh, you know, we were like cutting stickers for like our next shows because we were like doing merch as we were going. Mm-hmm. And uh, she had like the train spotting shirt of the soundtrack. And I was oh, like, yo, shit. I have to take a photo of that yeah. to send it to Dylan and Mark because yeah. they love that movie too. And that soundtrack's just great. So I was like, yo, that's that's awesome. So I need a train spotting shirt now. Next time we'll talk about Life Aquatic and I'll have a train spotting shirt. Yeah. You're going to Applebee's, which your go to for half apps. Um,. Probably the honey barbecue wings. Yeah. I used to, when I used to eat cheese a lot, I would get like that platter that had like the quesadilla mm. and it had like the, I think it had like that beer dip with yeah. the pretzels. Yeah, the beer, and, yeah. yeah. And the the mini tacos, dude, those mini ones. Man, when you, like, when you're on a budget, Applebee's, Applebee's is, is not that bad. Bro. Yeah. The only like restaurant by me is an Applebee's. Do you remember like, Ruby Toot It? Uh, really? Yeah. Oh. Uh, that's ah, that's kind of sad. I know. Um, Ruby Tuesdays. Remember though, Ruby Tuesdays? Their root beer was great. I don't know but what like, root beer they would use. To me, yeah. that was like Applebee's, but like more expensive. Like, their why crab the hell would I want to go good. there? Really? Yeah, their crab cakes were really. I just good. remember the one at the mall. What about uh, TGI Fridays? Oh yeah, the Freeland Mall one. TGI Fridays. I've only been there like once. I haven't. Uh, I've only been there a few times. The one by the Best Buy. His name's Crispin. My man Crispin. Hey, how's it going there, big guy? Well, no, wanna, okay, you want to know the funny thing is yeah. to prepare for this podcast, I watched, can I say the name of the movie or yes. no? Yes. Okay, I watched Daddy Daycare Hell yesterday yeah. with my girlfriend's mom. Me and, I dropped my girlfriend off at work, I had I had like a big cup of coffee, and I watched it with my girlfriend's mom, and we laughed the whole time. It was awesome. It was like, it was kind of like, like it? weird. She Yeah, she's seen it before. But uh, I was taking notes the whole time. (laughs) Um, She likes Shrek. Can I just say, the whole time when he's, like, making those little ad-libs, I just pictured Donkey in my head. You know what? 
Eddie Murphy, you know, he's he's an icon, but he's more of an icon like for our parents than to us. To us, he's just yeah. like it's funny. To us, he's donkey. He's donkey nah, and like what? I loved eighties movies as a kid, and I, I loved yeah, comedy. Yeah, you know, in general though, if you ask anyone our age. Name one Eddie Murphy movie. The Shrek. They're gonna yeah. say Shrek or like you <laughs> They know? might say Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. But like that's They're making another one, it. by the way. Oh god, who's gonna yeah. be in it? Eddie Murphy. Is he actually? Yeah. He looks great. Like yeah, he's almost in he his sixties. I know, and he crazy. looks thirty. Eddie Murphy, man. What an interesting Hollywood career at least. Yeah, I mean Charlie Murphy, you know, his brother, you know, they hung out with Prince all the time. You ever see the Chappelle show uh skit? With uh, with Prince? Yeah. No. What is it? Oh my God! So basically, is they were at a club, and he's like, "Yeah, back in the '80s, the more you looked like a bitch, the more bitches you got." Yeah. <laughs> but like, he was talking about how like you know like Prince invited them back to the house, and they're all like dressed to the nines and like yeah. you know like flowery like puffy Victorian What's that clothes. Word? Um, shit. Androgynous. Androgynous. Yeah. 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 And like. And they got back to the house, and he's like, "Let's play some basketball." Prince says, <laughs> and then uh, Charlie Murphy's like, "Yeah." So we put on our put on our basketball gear, and we think they're gonna change from the club. And he's like, "Nah, they were wearing the same shit they had on in the club." And apparently, Prince kicked their ass at basketball. How tall is Prince? He was like five was four. Prince. Rest in peace. No, he was like five four, but it was funny because Dave Chappelle's like six foot one. So in the yeah. skit, he's like dunking <laughs> and all that shit. But meanwhile, Prince is like. Half the size to the rim, you know? Yeah. He was a new girl. So, yeah. What are your some of your favorite Eddie Murphy movies besides Beverly Hills Cop? Mm-hmm. And wow. Daddy Daycare, of course. I'm trying to think. <laughs> well, Shrek 1. Shrek 1, of uh, course. Shrek 2. I, you see, listen. I I love the Shrek movies, but that's to me, that's Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy is not like the star to me. Yeah, he is a gr- big part of it. But when I think of Shrek, I think of the whole package. I think of Mike Myers' performance. I yeah. think of I think of, you know, all the memes. Shrek is way too big. It's 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 bigger than Eddie Murphy. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, no dig to Eddie Murphy because Shrek is a pretty big. No, yeah, it wasn't. You know? Wasn't it like the? Uh, it held I, the record for box office sales uh, the for second animated. One. Yeah, the yeah. second one, which is crazy i feel bad right now because the whole time i feel like you're talking so that i can think of an yeah. eddie murphy movie and i can't think of any other eddie no. Murphy. oh coming to america coming to america great trading movie. places have you seen yeah. that one um huh i guess well i guess i'm not that familiar i feel ashamed right now because i'm yeah. on a movie podcast that's what i'm saying that's, to what, america. that's what i'm saying like to us he is more like well, the guy the guy routines. from shrek and and the guy in like the the kids' movies that weren't too great growing up, except Daddy Daycare. But, like, I don't know. Looking at the movies surrounding this, uh, Haunted Mansion. Uh, have you ever even heard th- about this movie? I know of Monster House. <laughs> <laughs> it's no Monster House. Monster House is actually good. But Haunted Mansion is a Disney movie starring Eddie Murphy based on the, the Haunted Mansion ride in Disney. Yeah. Um, not good. Not good. Not good. Not good kids movie. He was on that. He, wasn't he on that like show uh, where he was a Martian or something? Or that movie? Pluto Nash? Yeah. Adventures was, of Pluto Nash. Isn't that, that considered was... one of the worst movies of all time? Yeah. I've never like, seen it. Freddy seen the got end... fingered. <laughs> I've seen the end of it. And it's like, there's like an evil Eddie Murphy. It's it's very like nutty professor, but like not as good. Dr. Doolittle. 
that that's mid. Come on, it is Doc, mid. Doctor, that's I mid. had it. I had it on DVD as a kid. I had that one and two. I've seen it. It's no Daddy Daycare. It's no Daddy. Not daycare. at all. Daddy Daycare should have won an Academy Award. A Metacritic, it's rated thirty-two out of a hundred. I think it should at least be seventy-two. My um, mom actually brought this up because I used to watch that movie all yeah. the time with her as a kid and she was like i don't know why it didn't win anything because it it's showing gender equality yeah and all that stuff and for my mom to tell that to me i was just like yeah no that's true though um earliest memory of it one of my earliest memories with movies there's three and this movie's included one is one of my first words was arrow because we had grease on vhs and I would always ask my mom. It would play, and then I would always say Arrow so that she can rewind it from the beginning. And I was a little Danny Zuko. I literally, <laughs> I would act out the entire movie. I would put on this leather jacket that was bigger than my body and walk around with, like, a broomstick as a mic stand. Like, I should have been an actor, honestly. Hell yeah. Um, I mean, listen, John who, John Travolta has a great dance. Yeah. We talked about it on the fifth, uh, fifth episode, but... Uh... Have you seen Saturday Night Fever? Yeah, of course. Oh, I the hair. Seen it. Watch the hair. I honestly haven't, but I've seen oh. that dance scene like a thousand okay. times. Um, that's a that's a good Italian yeah. American movie. What's your favorite song from Greece? Um, um, I mean, I'm just basic Grease Lightning. Mm. Go Grease Lightning. But I wasn't. I feel like the basic pick would be uh, honestly summer summer days or something summer like that. Summer loving. Yeah. So fast. Yeah. Yeah. So like uh. I, I was more of a scene person, so the scene where he punches the person in the stomach during basketball, oh, <laughs> that was my favorite scene. I tried to reenact that in school, and I got in trouble when I was in elementary school. Um, another movie, though, as a kid, was The Sandlot. I would sit in my mom's lap, and she would spin me around, and I would pretend to throw up during like the tequila part where they go on the rides. I remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is and that then, the, also the one where uh, he pretends to drown? And he kisses the. Was that another movie? I I think it was the Sandlot one because well right. that I think that also happened in Caddyshack. I'm probably thinking of Caddyshack, which now. is also a childhood movie of mine. But then Daddy Daycare uh, was another like uh, one where I was like, Arrow, Arrow, and I would and I would always like re like run around the house like you're killing me. And also because like I was an only child, Ben was an only child, so that was like I felt a connection towards Ben, you know, and like. Even though, like, it's the dad in the movie that, like, he spends most of the time with because then the mom has to work. Like, mine was kind of opposite. Like, my parents are divorced, so I would spend a lot of time with my mom. So, like, I always, like, it, it was kind of, like, a nice movie for me to, like, you know, just feel good. You had it on VHS, right? Yeah, I did have I I still have it on VHS. Yeah. And I, and the Sandlot. <laughs> I was never a VHS kid, but I did have it on v uh, DVD. Have it. I still have it. Right here. What the fuck? <laughs> in widescreen and in full screen. Really? Do, yeah. Do you like the bloopers at the end of the movie? Yeah. I wanted to talk about that, but I guess we can talk about it right now. Uh, why why aren't, why aren't more movies have, like, bloopers anymore? And, 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 like, is that was that strictly, like, a 2000s thing? I think Marvel ruined it. Because they had to have, like, the 30 minutes of credits just for them to show, like, a look at this cool, awesome thing that may or may not relate. Meanwhile... Like, oh, wait, wait, hold you, on. Yeah. Question for you. Yeah. If you had to pitch a uh, daddy daycare 
MCU post credit scene, what would you have? So you've seen a uh, End Game, right? Yeah. I would have Crispin in like Japan with like the samurai sword, yeah. <laughs> and I would ha- I would have him only speaking Klingon. And then there's another masked person, and yeah. it's and it, uh, Nikki, right? Yeah. The one who spoke Klingon, and they're both dueling out. And then Nikki's mask falls off right before the ending blow. Uh-huh. And then they they they're like, the, has, and Star Trek mu- music has to play. Yeah, this. of course. Yeah, it, it's just like the battle between uh, Kirk, Kirk and, and, like, and the, Spock. Yeah, <laughs> I only know that scene because of it. it's it's referenced in a Cable Guy, um, great Jim Carrey movie. Also, like one of my da- dad's favorite movies. Really? Yeah, uh, that in RV. Um, <laughs> I get it because it has to do with like a father trying to like make up, yeah, like connect. trying to balance work and and and, and uh, family life. I never went to preschool. I had uh, it's. It was really fun. Overrated or underrated? I, it's hard. It's really hard as a Rated. twenty-one-year-old to like look back and say, "Oh, that experience was fun," but like nap time nap time low-key a lot of times they just put on a vhs or a dvd and just sat us in front of the tv while we played you know toys but uh <laughs> i'm walking on sunshine yeah great that's the best drop. opening scene and honestly and it cuts out when he has to pee yeah spongebob slippers I, too that that movie literally made me force my mom to get me spongebob, SpongeBob slippers, slippers yeah. yeah well good marketing i guess it is yeah Honestly, that first scene, we can analyze it so much because, like, those SpongeBob slippers, it's like in Blade Runner where there's the Coke. Yeah. Everybody was like, I want a Coke. Or, like, me personally, because I play music. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm drinking a Heineken right now. Yeah. Every time, like, I see, like, the Strokes drinking a Heineken, you know, I'm just like, man, I could go for a beer, you know? Yeah. Or, like, so, like, that, it kind of instilled, it instilled, I think, like, uh, consumerism in my head as a small yeah. kid. Well, Ben has. Ben has baller uh, slippers, but he also has like a like the room he has. Yeah, it was it's actually a really good like room. A Honestly, like thing. Yeah. I understand why Charlie's in debt once he loses his job because, <laughs> dude, what's what? California first? Yeah, huh? and like, good on him. He offers to sell all his toys. So because yeah, he wants friends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like that was actually sad. That made my girlfriend's mom tear up. You mind me if we go over some of the cast of kids? Of course, I remember. We have them. Ben. Yeah, which is Charlie's kid. Loves to draw. Yes, played by um, Ben is played by Kamani Griffin. Where, where do you think? Uh, what do you think Ben is is up to? At least the actor. I, f- uh, I feel like he still acts. Like, how old is he? Probably like mid twenties, late twenties. Oh. It's either he's just done parts here and there, or he does nothing now. Voice acting work. Oh. Okay. Um, Max. Max is played by Max Burkholder. Um, I think he he played somebody on a show. That my he girlfriend starred on Sweet about. Life on Deck, or Sweet Life and Zach and Cody. And he was on Parenthood, and he voiced. Uh, he has a voice uh, role in the new, you know, Invincible. Um, the popular show, Nikki. Nikki is played by Arthur Young. Um. Uh, wait, which one was Nikki again? Eok. Uh, oh, Eok. Yeah. yeah. Klingong Mock. Klingong Mock. Uh, uh, he's probably doing nothing. Yeah, nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Learning Klingon. But, like, honestly, think of the role that he had to do. He had to, like, repeat Klingon. Klingon. (laughs) He he, he, he was uh, bilingual (laughs) by, like, the time he was. (laughs) No, no, his native language, the first humans whose native language was Klingon. No lines in English. How much Star Trek does that kid watch? Jamie. 
Do you, do you know that, that? That's the uh, girl, Maltodextrin, or is yeah? Right? No, the other or one. oh, the one help nine one one. You know he who that is? The head off. Uh, yeah, Ella Fanning. Yes, Ellie Fanning. Actually, yeah. a very successful actor. Yeah. I guess you were bound to get one of them without yeah. these kids, you know? <laughs> um, stars in The Neon Demon. You ever seen that one? No. Uh, Rinding Weffen, who also directed Drive. Oh, Very psychedelic, cool. Uh, it's a little bit boring, to be honest, movie. But it's 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 pretty cool. Um, also in Super 8, if you've seen that. Um, no, but I, I know what it's about. Uh, and a bunch of other shit, too. Um. Yeah, but she she's like I would even argue also, also she's a modern household name. Yeah, yeah. Uh, older sister, also famous. Yeah, Dakota Fanning. Oh, I wanted to bring up Ben. Also was in Norbit as as actually? a young Eddie Murphy. So you know Eddie Murphy and, and Ben reunited at least one time in in in, in Norbit. You're killing me. He, he will forever be linked for to Eddie Murphy playing. There's worse things to be linked to. That's true. You know. Cesar Flores, who is, uh, um, I had to look up who the fuck this kid was. He's no lines, but he's the guy who, he's the kid who eats the paper. Yo, I, I want to <laughs> fucking talk about that. He Why? Literally. He oh, wait, was he's the, the one kid who started the revolt. Which what? one? What revolt? The, in the beginning when, um, everybody's like, I don't know how to read. Yeah. He's the one who started it because he starts eating the paper, <laughs> which causes, yeah, which he... causes Flash to rip it, which causes Crispin to like probably kick Charlie in the nuts or something. Well, Crispin's a high head. He was gonna, he was looking for an excuse to do something. When I threw that paper at Eddie Murphy, it was so funny. Yeah. Um, but that kid, I don't know. He gets top billing over Crispin. That's crazy. Over... The Becca character, I don't know. That's weird. And uh, I looked up his credits. Um, not much, but uh, I thought this was a funny credit name. Imagine being credited in a movie or in a show, Battered Latino Kid, <laughs> in a TV show called Numbers. Was it uh, was it like based in California or something? I, pretty, probably. Um, uh, Becca is played by Haley Johnson. Uh, yeah, the maltodextrin. Yeah. Uh, she probably became like a neuroscience surgeon <laughs> or something. Six roles in her IMDb, right? Okay. Three of them are titled Little Girl. <laughs> <laughs> so, good job. Yeah, nice job. Childhood actor. Actress. I say actor as like a gender neutral thing. I well, feel. let's be honest. Like these waiter. Kids, these kids probably were like, you know, friends of the producers, the producer's kids or something like yeah. that, but... All of them, great performances gonna, all around. I was uh, I was actually about to say, I'm not gonna lie, their acting wasn't like top notch. No, the Crispin's was, the Tony's kids, was. The kids are memorable. I I, I remember it as besides Caesar Flores. I'm sorry, I didn't remember. <laughs> but uh, he started the revolt. But I, Crispin has never left my Viva mind since I've seen that, at least. Miguel. Dylan. Dylan is played by Felix H. Lee, who uh, is the separation kid. Oh yeah, yeah, he had separation issues with his mother. Who I can't blame. He loved because, money. Uh, that mom was kind of hot. Yeah, <laughs> she she was as uh, as a little kid. I was like, damn. Steve Zahn, who I can't believe we haven't mentioned him yet, is great. He was in yeah, a that so... thing you do. You ever see that thing you do? No, he's in a lot of shit. He's the oh, dad. It's like a Beatles he's the dad. Ripoff. Oh really? Yeah, it's <laughs> it's like takes place in the sixties, and they're a one hit wonder. They're literally called the Wonders, and everybody calls them the Oneeders. That's funny because um, he's also the dad in Diary of a Wimpy Kid. 
Oh, oh yeah, he is. And uh, there's like a little. I'm pretty sure there's like a little skit in one of the movies where he's like in a Beatles band. Oh really? Yeah. That um, would make sense, Roderick. Yeah. Hashtag not my Roderick. Um, also in White Lotus. I uh, you see Katie watch that, but I haven't watched it yet. But I love Michael Imperioli because Chrissy from The Sopranos. Christopher he's, Spider, he was Spider he's in, in Goodfellas. That? Yeah. Fuck, I haven't watched. I, I think only he's watched in the season first... two. Okay, he's in season. Fuck. Okay. Yeah, he's in a lot of stuff, but I'm. I don't know. Everything I've seen him in, he's like hilarious. Yeah. Uh, he's just like a funny, like, He's just like a funny. He's very like and not. He's like an animated type actor. You know, like he. He knows how to work like the stage. You know, he knows how to utilize his voice. He knows how to like he knows how to move captivate his body. an audience, just yeah. like he did in um. Definitely, yeah, definitely a communications major. Where's my beer? Oh, I was gonna bring up that separation thing. Uh, that kid Dylan. Yeah. Only role. That really nothing else. He just dropped off the face he of knew, the earth. Yeah, he knew. He knew he peaked. At Daddy Day carrying was like, like that, that. He was like Hunter S. Thompson's lawyer. He just kind of like right yeah. after Las Vegas, he just went to Mexico. and He had like an Orson Welles moment and just like, how can I top this? How I can I top, top this? this? I'm going to get really fat and right. <laughs> For Crispin, more voice actor work. Yeah, wasn't his last thing in like 2013? Crispin is played by Shane Bamel. Right. Probably. He's yeah. um, on IMDb. That's what it, like I was pulling up. Yeah. The actors, 2000, yeah. Uh, that's what I am. I don't know. Additional voice work. Noticing a pattern here with uh with these kids with these kids, um, it's like yeah they got a cute voice yeah make them make a voice kid in. <laughs> and notice how they their voice work all all of a sudden stops at, at like 2010 2011 yeah all their voice work stops stops at that point. Uh, Jimmy Burnett who plays Flash that guy plays he played Flash before Ezra Miller. <laughs> Didn't he like call like a news station and he and he just completely was like. I have I have seventeen guns. I have twenty children. I am located here. Do you know that movie's Let's, still coming out though? Too the one that yeah. that they're in. I don't know how they're gonna promote that. <laughs> <laughs> well, how's how's the press tour is gonna be? I guess it could it could be something like uh the most like the most truest uh method actor to ever live or something. Well, he also played another iconic role. He played young T. Uh, James Kirk in the Star Trek reboot. Wow, Good for him. Yeah, I was also, talking about that recently. Actually, the new Star Trek. Trek and the yeah, J.J. Abrams one. I, I'm not a Star Trek guy. I watched it in theaters, but I don't remember it. Um, he also starred in the Robert Rodriguez movie that no one will remember. Not Sharkborn, Lava Girl, or Spy Kids. All right, shorts. <laughs> have you heard of this? I I have. This is uh, this is a movie that was I was very fond of. Can I can, can I take guesses on what it might be? Okay. Is it about baseball? No. Is it about swimming? No. All right, that's You're all my off. guesses. This is Robert Rodriguez, and you guessed baseball and swimming. That's the most basic things. <laughs> the man who made right, Shark me... Boy and Lava Girl all right, and, is it and about, Spy Kids. Is it, is it like an Ant Man precursor? Shorts, like you know. Um, kind. Is it, is it like not that, at all? Uh, it's about a magical rock that lands, and it's it's told in a Pulp Fiction type of way. Oh God! So it's out of order. So I guess Robert Rodriguez he stole from his buddy uh, Tarantino from here and made uh, basically Pulp Fiction for kids. Yeah, it's about a magical rock that like drops on on uh, on this like town and there's like an an evil Elon Musk like Apple Steve Jobs figure that has like is want, wanting to like commodify this rock. Mm-hmm. That, oh, by the way, the rock. What am I? What am I saying? We're supposed <laughs> to be talking about Daddy Daycare. <laughs> 
Anyway, there's a there's a rock and 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 it, it grants his. It's it like Joe any, Dirt. <laughs> it grants it grants any any wishes you can, any wishes you want, and um, and yeah. And, can I just say I am the worst guest to have with you right now because I feel like our our attention span is equal in yeah. that it's absent. Yeah. So he plays the main kid in in the Robert Rodriguez movie. That's pretty big. Yeah. Pretty big thing. Um, Taylor Lautner. You know, That's... big names. I don't know who's who, who's the actor who plays Junie. Junie from uh Spy Kids. I I don't remember. Have you seen Spy Kids? I've seen Spy Kids 3D, but nothing else. I know, I I know, I know. I Man, wanted to watch it Spy recently. Kids is actually like Can I the say first something? one is actually like, like as a kids movie, it fucking rules. One of probably the most iconic scene in in the movie. Yep. Where Max uh misses. misses. Yeah. Um, he missed. Judging by. Eddie Murphy's facial reaction. Um, you know what I personally great acting think? by the way, and yeah. great use of the of the psycho theme. Uh, kind of ruined the 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 theme for me a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. Because now you just think of shit and not suspense. Yeah, and and like I don't know, it goes so well to his yeah. He, he like his reactions are timed perfectly when he moves his head. You see, the thing is, yeah. too, before that, um, Jeff from. <laughs> from kirby enthusiasm uh, yeah. he he says that he hasn't gone in a week yeah which also shows there's tie-ins shows the chemicals they're putting in these cereals you know <laughs> but then charlie starts feeding them organic stuff and yeah. then and then he doesn't miss i don't think that's a coincidence i think all that organic oh stuff cleaned out his colon that's and now true. he's able to not miss and he can sit there in peace open up a newspaper because now they can all read Oh my God! And he and and he can just enjoy his time. Maybe even light a cigarette. You know, you got the constipation going. It's never too young. All right. I would. I would. Okay. Even though there's a lot of nostalgia for me with this movie, and I do think it's a good movie. Yeah. Like, like I honestly do. I do. I think it's actually Academy Award winning. Like my mom says, it should be. Yeah. No. <laughs> but but I think everybody should at least watch it once. Great I think cast. it is a drunk movie. L. Fanning. And it's nostalgic. Yeah. First role, come on. Yeah, Charlie Murphy. Charlie yeah. is Charlie Murphy in it? I meant to say Eddie Murphy. Oh, early Jesus, Eddie Murphy. Dude. Um, but I would considering the rating system, and if I want to be truly fair, I would say bottom shelf. Bottom shelf, middle shelf. I would say it, You gotta pick one. Um if I am being completely honest, I mm-hmm. do love this movie. Yeah. But just for anybody who just views movies, even if you're not like a scene file, I would say bottom shelf. I would go bottom shelf too. Yeah. Um, which is no, which yeah. is no hate. It's just you know, like it, there's better movies. And honestly, like as far as like nostalgia movies go, um, RV is a little bit better. I don't like Eddie Murphy as the straight man. You want him as the gay guy? <laughs> you know what I mean by straight man? What? Like, oh, like, like the serious? Yeah. Oh, well, is that what a you know what I meant? Movie? Oh uh, no! Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. No, I didn't really know. You can when leave I, that when, in. I, when I meant stri- by straight man, I meant by like he's not the one making the jokes. That's Steven Zahn. That's yeah. that's Jeff. He does have ad libs. The 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 best moment is the moment when he like reacts to the sh- the missing, and that that's his one moment. Whereas like what Eddie Murphy can. But be you're Eddie right. Murphy. Yeah, because Jeff. I mean he. There's the scene where he's on like he gets the kicked in the balls. He does he get gets kicked a in the stapled. balls. His hand gets stapled. <laughs> Picks up the mouse. He's getting chased by goats. Yeah, he plays the guitar. Yeah, he's getting I'm chased by man. bees. Um, I guess Eddie Murphy does get like shit from Crispin, 
But like that's like an arch rival thing. That's not yeah. like uh you know he's being like a slapstick. I guess it's less slap slap slapstick. But like Eddie Murphy is not like roasting people. He's not making jokes. Like it'd be funny if he roast he roast the shit out of these kids. But that it would be like a rated R movie. <gasps> Uncle. Actually, speaking of, there is a gr- uh grand uh granddad daycare or something like that uh well there's daddy day camp with there's, cuba good yeah, cuban jr, jr. Um, which nobody should ever watch i've seen it it's i've seen it too shit. and nobody should ever watch it <laughs> um but there's also granddaddy daycare uh starring danny trejo <laughs> i'm not joking is that when they break out of the prisoner home i i don't know the plot honestly but i saw it on imdb i'm like wow maybe maybe we'll cover it on the podcast one day who knows? Yeah, bottom shelf for me as well. If the movie got was replaced with a uh, Larry David, would it have been better? I'm I, gonna be honest. I think it'd be worse. What? Yeah, I I think if Larry have David was the other a different character in the movie, it would be a, like a lot better. But if if you you kind of need Eddie Murphy there. Oh, you know? we also you have the Oscar winner Regina King as the mother. Oh, that <laughs> I forgot to mention her. Um. Imagine Larry King and Re- Regina King as a uh, biracial couple, and uh, I guess you would have to recast uh, Ben, or he could be adopted, or he could be a, a kid from another, a-, a baby mama. That is true. That yeah. would that would be actually like a an interesting twist, or like the dad is like not there. Um, yeah, but then that would be like a two and a half hour movie because it would go over like because then like halfway <laughs> when he's struggling to pay the bills, he would get flashbacks of like his and baby. Mind mama. you, this is all starring da- Larry David. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it seems like a Kirby enthusiasm episode. Like oh, I started yeah. dating this girl and then and then <laughs> his husband died and now I have this kid. And now I have to do a daycare center. That would be like did a whole season. Did you see what season. Crispin did? He yeah. he dipped the carrot stalk in and uh, then he dipped it again. <laughs> I could see like that daycare plot being like a whole season of Kirby enthusiasm. Come I, on. All right, now that now that we fully improved a completely different movie, it, it Can't you see him yelling at Crispin? Can't you see him like I think it would be I think imagine it would be getting hit the same. Like wouldn't it be funny seeing him get hit in the shin by Crispin? <laughs> and it has Jeff. Jeff is there as well. You're killing me. You're really killing me. <laughs> All right, Danny. Um hypothetically if we had our own daddy daycare and we had to run our own uh, daycare center, I we had... We get shut down, like, right Oh, away. immediately. Yeah. Immediately. Um, <laughs> however, I have a little thing. I have, like, a little tier list here with, uh, I think it's 20 cinematic uh, children. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, famous kids from, like, movies. Um... Yeah, so we have a great cast over here, and what we're basically going to do is pick who we would have to hypothetically uh, watch over in our own daddy daycare. We're represented by the iconic uh, broccoli versus carrot uh, fight scene in uh, the 2003 cinematic masterpiece, Daddy Daycare, of course. What are you going to be? Are you going to be carrot or are you going to be broccoli? I I'm definitely going team carrot for this of one. Of course. Yeah. No one likes the broccoli. Uh, Marvin almost sold the carrot suit. That's true. The stuff <laughs> is not, not for sale. sale. I'm going to introduce the choices here, which I'm finally I'm actually familiar with. Yeah. I'm pretty sure every single one of these the Tenenbaums, mm-hmm. the Tenenbaum kids, uh I'm going to tie in all the movies besides No Country for Old Men. Uh yeah. There's there's no children in that movie, which uh, is probably for the best. Yeah, <laughs> probably get gunned down. Um, 
Of course, we got Wait, Ben. There's children in the movie. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, like you think that oh he's gonna fuck he's gonna kill those kids. I didn't think that. Really? I kind of knew that like he wasn't gonna kill yeah. them, but I was still worried for them. You know. Yeah. Um. You think they snitched? No. <laughs> no, they got a hundred bucks. I love hundred bucks in nineteen eighty. Is yeah. Like I love how they argued about bucks. it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the, I'm one, the one without, without the shirt. shirt. Yeah. So we got Ben from Daddy Daycare. Mm-hmm. Got Max from Daddy Daycare. Mm-hmm. Terror. Guppy. Who is Gibby's Gibby's younger brother? Do you know? Do you remember iCarly at all? Like barely. Okay, okay, so like out of all the characters, I'm least familiar with Guppy. But is it kind of <laughs> he's like not Drake a, okay, and Josh? He's, uh, honestly, when... he's not a recurring character. He yeah. comes in later. He's a is it spinoff like, character of a spinoff character. It, I can I can put it in my head. Just yeah. a smaller version of Gibby. Yeah, his running gag. He's like, "Happy birthday." <laughs> it's it's actually kind Why? of funny. It's actually it's actually really funny. Oh um, god, dude! But we have the baby from uh, "Honey, I Blew Up the Baby." Mm-hmm. Or "Honey, I Blew Up the Kid," I think, which will continually grow. Throughout yes, the... throughout the throughout yeah. the day. Uh, you can blame Rick Moranis on that. <laughs> um, have you seen that movie? No, I've no. seen "Honey, I Shrunk the Kids," but I know the scene. I've seen this one more. Of course, we have. Uh, we're gonna get into the uh, real annoying kids yeah. now. We have Anakin Skywalker from Episode One. AJ Sopranos. Yeah. Lo- <laughs> from He's a little old to be for daycare. And honestly, Anakin Skywalker's a little old you for daycare, You watch The Sopranos, too. right? Yes. Is this like around the time where he like just like... This is, is the this first, season. Oh, first, first season. First season. First season, okay. he's playing like Mario Kart 64. Yeah. Uh, he's what just finding the- out about his dad in his mafia. Mm-hmm. So now you got to deal with that in daycare. And honestly, you better be careful because you know who his dad is. So be careful. But I feel like Tony would be like, if you have to smack him, smack the shit out of him. <laughs> the omen. The literal spawn of the devil. Uh, <laughs> I feel like that. I feel like he Damien would be from, Okay, his name is Damien. My bad. But it's from the movie, The Omen. I feel like he would be better than AJ Soprano in, <laughs> in a daycare. Have you seen The Omen? Um, I've seen okay. There's so a lot of baggage with about, the kid. Though. We talked about like horror movies. Yeah. Like I'm not a huge horror movie person. I saw The Conjuring's, mm-hmm. but like if he's the spawn of the devil, I can only assume that he gets really bad. How how would he be around other kids though? That's that's, that's a problem. He'd be like a Ben in the beginning of that's Daddy true. Daycare. <laughs> we have the fat kid from Nacho Libre. Yeah, classic. Um, when was the last time you watched Nacho Libre? Oh, dude, I don't know. I was probably on acid. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I put on the worst movies ever to watch. That's tripping. a great movie, though. Yeah, I know. But if you're tripping balls, you don't want to be watching some uh, crazy, a fat American playing a Spanish guy in a luchador <laughs> outfit, jumping from like and a really skinny. I Spanish felt that guy. shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean you felt that shit? You related to the movie? Nacho Libre when he leaps. <laughs> the leap of faith. I am, I am. Viva. Um, Nikki. Yeah, yeah, Klingon mock. The yeah, the kid that is Klingon. Yeah. Becca, Becca and, and Jessica. I don't remember. L. Fanning and yeah. and Becca. They're they they're, they're a package. They have to go together. Um. I feel, also like, I feel like if they went to high school together, much they, like the they tenant would, bombs. I what? feel like uh, L. Fanning, if they if they went to high school together, yeah. she would bully Becca. In yeah, high school. it'd like, be like a no Mean doubt. Girls thing. No, even like worse, the Lord. <laughs> like a High School Musical thing. Oh, even worse. Shit. 
like a hypothetical sequel for Daddy Daycare. High school. Have I thought about that? Have like, um shit. My bad. I thought about that. Like, are have, they still gonna be friends in high school? Yeah, and have um what's it called? Have Eddie Murphy be a coach of like the football team or something like beating or the something. Oh, like a football, team. Uh, the swimming team. Yeah, yeah or something like uh, you're you varsity sex. swimming. Holy <laughs> shit! Yeah, you can you could write the screen uh, play for that. What would it be called though? What likes pool related? Um, Daddy floaty floaties. I don't know, dude. I gotta practice my improv. I want to do. I want to go up on stage and do stand up soon. That takes fucking balls, man. I, I would know. never do that in my life. Oh, I would do it. I always wanted to be a comedian, but like, I I need to get quicker. I'm really quick when I'm talking about really sensitive subjects, but like, I'm quick with music. The Bad Santa Kid. Yeah, um, he was fine. It's a little bit annoying, but he he his his heart was in the right place. I feel like he didn't start speaking until like, I don't know. He met Billy Bob Thornton. Like he just never said a word. <laughs> <laughs> his introduction was so good. It was like Paul Not to get off topic, but like he, his introduction when he just like is getting shed on by like <laughs> this like emo punk kid, like this early two thousands, like hey man, give me your lunch money. He's yeah. just like walking. He's like, I'm gonna see Santa fuckers. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm um, gonna see the drunk Santa who yeah. pissed himself. <laughs> <laughs> Haley Joe Osmond from the Sixth Sense. I saw it, I saw it when I was younger. Reese Witherspoon. No. What? 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 What's her name again? Shit, you've got me blanking on her name too. Drew Barrymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Leave that in. Yeah. Yeah, with uh, ET. That's another Drew, Yeah, Drew Barrymore from ET. We got a few ET package deals with, here. with ET, so you got to watch over that too. Uh, we got a. I, I'm sorry, I don't remember the character's name, but I'm not a fan of the character. Uh, uh, oh, Lucas, Lucas is his yeah, younger sister. sister from Stranger Things. Um, why did it make her like a main character in season in season three, four, season three and four, kind of? Well, yeah, because so three, annoying. three, she like started, she went through the vents. Like and then I four. thought Hollywood was over. Oh, like, I ha- actually yeah. leave this in right fucking now. Okay. I have a bone to pick with you. I was listening to the uh, to Justin and Lily's yeah. podcast, and you were mentioning like the you're like oh that shitty guitar solo from Stranger Things. You called Eddie Munson's. Yeah. Cause our yeah. shit. You know how he I, took, I knew I was gonna get heat no, for that because I I'm said moving, that, now I'm yeah. moving away from the mic. Yeah. yeah. What so, do you gotta say about okay. that? There's a lot of background to this. He took the time to actually learn it. No, 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 no. Okay, here's my problem with Master it. Let of me Puppets explain is it. a great song. Let me explain. It's not that it was the execution was so lame. It, I don't think it was. I don't it, think you should have died if he waited the five mo- okay. minutes. He if, have, the, have him play the guitar and have like lasers shoot out of it as he's fighting something. Like killing like, he the used the guitar monsters. as a weapon. He was just playing it at, while uh, all this shit was going on. That is true. Felt kind of lame. And wasn't lame. Where's the Netflix? You, I know you have the big budget. I, I was, I had did a big ass rant about the gray man. <laughs> Fucking, <laughs> dude, f- deliver on your finales. That was such a like in execution. It was lame. But like it, first it off, he shouldn't have died. Should have hit. He shouldn't have died. He could have waited. That too. We're, why do they constantly bring up characters just to kill them? Stranger Things. I, 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 had, a, I had a big problem sense. with Billy's the season finale of season sense. four. Spoilers, by the way. Yeah, heavy. But spoilers. like honestly, if you haven't seen it by now, you're not interested in. The and show. now we gotta wait two years or something for the dude. For the and it's gonna part. suck because like everyone's on the same page. What is going to happen realistically? All they, They're just going to fight and they're going to win. That's it. That's the fifth season. Who cares? Or they can end it on a bad note and then it's like, all right. No, that's they it. would not. They would not. It. 
They would not. They they don't sure? have the balls. They don't have the balls. Because we were like, there was preteens and teens and adults watching it, the show when it first came out, and now yeah. we're all adults. Yeah, but like, so they can end it on know. a bad note. I I I I don't think they would. Um, wow. Uh, but like, do you understand what I mean about the Eddie Munson thing about the execution? It just fell flat. Like I I was excited for it too, but when it actually happened, I was like, oh, that was kind of like, I was like, oh, I I wish. I wish they delivered. In your defense, it could have been better, but I don't yeah. think it was that. I you're you're taking it to another level. Okay, maybe it wasn't. Sh- it was. Sh- I don't yeah. know. I didn't. I didn't like it. Sorry, guys. The card got full, and yeah. So, uh, Jack Jack from The Incredibles, um, powers and all. Um, Crispin, of course. Yeah. Nesme from the Twilight series. Uh, that's Bella and Edward's. Um, yeah. Child. Fucking the worst name. Ike from South Park, not from a movie, but Stranger Things is also not a movie. Yeah. And Sopranos. So I am cheating a little bit. Um, and the Shining Twins. And, another uh, package. Ike Harley as well. Which one? Um, Gibby's younger brother. Oh, yeah, that's true. Movie. Yeah. And yeah, the Shining Twins. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're a package as well. Danny, you get the first pick. Who, I get who, the first pick. Who, who am I going to watch over? Who are you going to watch yeah, over? And, and then we'll have like, oh, the audience. We're yeah, we're gonna have. Um, let's start off with easy ones. Okay. okay, I'll give you Ike. I'll give you Ike because he's not that insane. You know, like there's more insane characters on the show. Yeah, he curses a lot, which you can handle. Uh, like you can handle. Oh that. yeah, you know, technically a movie South Park, bigger, longer, uncut. <laughs> that that is true. Fucker. Uh, the the Christmas special. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Um, um, yeah, I'll give you the easy one. All right, Ike. I'm going to give you AJ Soprano. <laughs> How is that an easy one? Honestly, a little bit... T- I mentioned this before, but a little bit too old for uh, daycare. But, <laughs> that uh, makes sense for him. But it, I feel like Tony Soprano, just, just to get rid of him, would... would uh, and again, I think yeah. I have free... I have free reign to, like, smack him if I need to. Y- you know? Yeah. Not too hard, though. Not too hard. You don't want to get no, on Tony's bad true, side. Yeah. Um... But you could get, you know, tied oh, but up. that paycheck. Yeah, you that could get yeah. really <laughs> Christmas bonus would be, yeah, be good. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you if you do your I job some right, nice cigars. And yeah, stuff. might open uh, another daddy daycare somewhere <laughs> else. Who knows? Yeah, um, with Chrissy and Polly Walnuts. Oh, imagine that as a daycare. Oh, God, wait, a daddy daycare instead of daddies? It's it's instead Mafia of daddies. People. It's it's mobsters. Yeah, that's probably already. Wait for a money laundering thing or something like yeah. that. Oh my God. <laughs> Oh my yeah, mobster, day- mobster daycare, and we cast um who plays Chrissy in the Sopranos? Michael Imperioli. Michael Imperioli would definitely be one yeah. of the, one of the mobsters. Um, have uh James Gandolfini's son as like we the Marv type. Silvio. Silvio. Yeah, and we can Shit. get we can get Bruce Springsteen because Silvio's. And we'll Bruce have Robert De Niro make a cameo as like the inspector. <laughs> Holy shit. Dude, make it happen. And then Larry David's like one of the parents or something. He runs the other daycare. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> All right. Mobster so daycare, who, who, who dude. Are you gonna get? Let's make see. it happen. Make it happen. All right. Well, since you gave me since yeah. you gave me AJ Soprano, I'll give you uh the devil child from the, the omen. omen. Yeah. <laughs> Damien. I'm gonna give you Ben. Ben? Yeah. I can I, handle that, that. that. You can handle Ben. That, yeah. That's that's a easy softball. I I, I kind of got you. I felt bad giving you uh, <laughs> AJ, AJ Soprano. Soprano. Um, so yeah. There's one. There's one 
thing on there that I really want on my list, but the uh-huh. rest, I, I feel like I, I don't know. I think I have favorites, but I'll give you, hmm, I'll give you the ET package. Oh shit! You know? Okay. Yeah, I, I, I think, uh, I don't know. I, I think that will work out pretty well because ET can like calm down the devil child. I feel. Yeah. Oh, dude, wait, hold up. This is going to, if AJ and Ben are together, though, dude, like, I don't know. AJ's a little racist. (laughs) (laughs) That might go really wrong. Wait, Uh, Tony (laughs) might say something about that. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. the first episode of the show, he he literally throws a race card in there. Or, um... What's it called? The the boyfriend, uh, yeah. Meadows, one of Meadows' first boyfriends. Doesn't he ask him like, uh, he's like, your family part Sicilian or something? Yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. Which I took a little offense to being Sicilian. So he's like a film guy too. He's like, oh, you've seen Little Caesar, uh, Scarface, the original Howard Hawks. Uh, you know, AJ Soprano there kind of looks like uh, <laughs> kind of has the Antoine Chigurh haircut right now. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, in the photo. <laughs> Yeah, he does. Season, Psychopath. Season one, season one AJ. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give you Anakin fucking Skywalker. Oh, dude. Fuck dude, you have a lot of annoying kids. Ben is low-key <laughs> annoying. Uh, he's, a, he's a nice kid, but... Yeah. Wow, hard... thanks, Dad! Yeah, I'm going to draw. God. Remember when rocket you ship, rocket yo-yo? ship. Yeah, you're killing me. You're really killing uh, me. Dude, at like, least I have it. at dude. least I have force like calming powers for AJ. And you got two bad haircuts up there. I do, yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll I'll give you Max. You're gonna have to learn how to clean up shit. About <laughs> that, yeah, you're gonna have to body train him. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck with that. He's gonna get into all the ice cream. That's a great photo too. No, that is mid shit. <laughs> In um, the backyard. Hmm. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you uh, the Nacho Libre kid. Okay. I can I speak like, Spanish with him. Yeah, and I feel like I'll practice my Spanish. He'll be on your side. I'm I'm balancing them out. You understand? You yeah. See, these two, these two might be a problem. I'm referring <laughs> to AJ and Anakin Skywalker. Uh, but Anakin Skywalker was on a good path until Qui Gon died. That is true. He you know? was. That was the so, catalyst. Yeah. Um, let's see. You know what? I'm gonna give you also Crispin. But this can be post him getting nice, you know. Okay. Like he still has a little edge to him, but so he also I can't says get Max you. post shit. I can't get Max no, post no, body train. It's but either... I can get Crispin. Okay, you have a choice. Do you All want right. Max pre? Okay, if you have Max post shit, then you get angry Crispin. If you have Max pre, like I think I, I think I can shit. handle angry Crispin over the shit. I'm not gonna lie, Eddie Murphy's reaction. Maybe okay. Then then you get angry Crispin, but Max is potty trained. <laughs> that's that's a worthy trade for me, yeah. honestly. I'm gonna give you the Star Trek kid. <laughs> You're gonna have to learn another language on top of <laughs> Spanish, and maybe you have to learn Italian too. Who knows? <laughs> no, I just have to learn like the vernacular. And uh, also, uh, Anakin Skywalker also knows like some alien language from yeah. Star Wars. All right, editing Ethan back. For some reason, the recording skipped over um, Danny picking Renezme um, as a part of Team Broccoli. Um, it sucks because he made a good point that I get 24-hour werewolf security in Jacob. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm going to choose... Uh, I'll give you Lucas's younger sister. 
Oh God, she's gonna be so annoying. You know how yeah. many annoying kids. Also, she, she she knows her shit. She's smart. Let least. me just say, they yeah. all have depression. They all have like childhood clinical uh, uh, depression. So like you know, things cast? Yeah. no, no, no. All of the kids. Oh, on my thing, I'm gonna have to like give them all SSRIs. <laughs> <laughs> like like instead of juice boxes, um, I'll give you Gibby's younger brother. Happy birthday! <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna give you, this is you're gonna be happy about this. I'm yeah, give that was the, the one I wanted. The the Tenenbaum kids. Yeah, um, I could shoot dice with them. Hell yeah! Um, you can show them a good time too, but the, you have to worry They're about nice. the father. Yeah, being all neurotic might, and shit. Yeah, he might, uh, he might like come to visit like every two seconds <laughs> and shit like that. Um, yeah, but that's fine. He runs yeah. a business. That's another check. Another that's big paycheck. Great. I'll give you the. Um, I'll give you the twins from The Shining because I have twins now. You have twins. <laughs> yeah. Um, damn, I got a lot of creepy kids. Yeah, you do. Damien, I got. I got a Nesme, bunch of annoying kids. A vampire, a demon, <laughs> and, and a ghost. <laughs> um, I'm gonna give you uh, uh Jack Jack. Jack Jack. Yeah. Okay. That's another problem you got to deal with. Yeah. Have you seen the short Jack Jack attack? I yeah, and the, it was the on the end of Incredibles the, yeah. and Incredibles two as well. It was on the DVD disc of Incredibles, and uh, it takes place in between the movies, or it takes place within the movie. But it's something. It's like some. It's like a little side thing, and like as a kid, it blew my mind because it shows how Syndrome got the baby at the end. Ugh, you don't have enough daddy. I, yeah, actually, I do have Crispin, I have Max. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we have the same amount, but I'll give you two more. I'll give you the oh uh, my Rebecca God, dude. Al Fanning. Yeah. Oh, do you remember when he did the makeup? That was a great yeah. scene. <laughs> yeah, so you're going to have makeup on you, and yeah. you're going to have all these fucking kids with powers. I don't yeah, want to give choose. you another Damn, I'm going to give you that, the, the... Actually, no. You know what? I'll Hell you yeah. Yeah, the yeah. Fact from Bad Santa. Yeah. I think he got, he'll get your back. You know, he has your back. You know, you you have a decent amount of weird cryptic superpowers. Uh, and I would say having a kid that constantly grows would be hard on you. Yeah. So I'll give you uh, the well, sixth also, sense. Well, think kid. about okay. So you're willingly taking the, the and he can enormous. Hang out. <laughs> well, he can hang out with the twins from The Shining. That's true. That's yeah. true. And the devil. But you're willingly picking for yourself the the enormous growing toddler. Yeah, I think I am actually. Yeah, because you know what? AJ will probably keep poking him with like a pointed stick, <laughs> and he'll fucking start deflating or something. Well, look at that. That's our list, guys. Um, Team Carrot. We have AJ Sopranos, Ben <laughs> from uh, Daddy Daycare, uh, Anakin Skywalker from Episode 1, the fat kid from Nacho Libre. I forgot his name. Sorry. <laughs> Nikki, who is the Star Trek kid from Daddy Daycare. Uh, Lucas's younger sister. I'm sorry. I don't remember her name. The Tenenbaum twins. Uzi and something. Uzi and something. I forget the kid's name from uh, Honey, I Blew Up the Baby. But the baby. The baby from Honey, I Blew Up the Baby. Or kid. I forget. I forget what it's called, actually. It's one of those. Bad Santa kid. Yeah, the bad Santa kid. And then Team Broccoli, we have... Ike. Yeah. From South Park. Yeah. We have Damien from um, The Omen. We have Drew Barrymore in E.T. I said Reese Witherspoon before. <laughs> we have Drew Barrymore in E.T. from E.T. We have uh, Max um he learned how to shit though you know max that part. Yeah. we have crispin post yeah post shit but we have crispin while he's still angry we got renesme from twilight got gibby's younger brother what's his name again guppy Gup <laughs> we have <laughs> i'm gonna ignore that we have <laughs> the twins from the shining 
We have Rebecca and Elle Fanning from Daddy Daycare as well. And oh, we yeah. have the kid from, uh, what, what's his name in real life? Haley Joe Osmond. Yeah, yeah. Sixth Sense. Yeah, we have the Sixth Sense. All right. Well, and, uh, I'm gonna, probably going to put a poll on Instagram and uh, we'll see see who wins. Yeah. Um, who do you think will win? I don't know. I don't honestly, know either, honestly, honestly, I don't think people would care too much. Honestly, <laughs> they're going to look at it and be like, what the fuck is this mean? Yeah, and the, whatever their thumb accidentally hits is what's going to Yeah, who knows? Win. But Danny, just you want to plug anything? Yeah. Um, you know, I'm in a band called Cody, K-O-U-D-I, um, on a label called Trash Tape. We have a live stream on YouTube going up on January 6th and 7th, I believe. Um, just stay tuned for music stuff. Keep listening to the podcast. Um, this is my first time on here. Yeah, no, I'm just happy. I'm happy for you to do this. You know, this is cool.